0: Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and a whole bunch of friends. Of course, I'm Mr. Boomstick and Mag, you just got here, brother. Literally just <laughs> through the door. I mean, it's crazy. Buzzer beater, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely buzzer beater. Uh well, listen, we we, we have a, an incredible show for you folks. Uh we have some two big topics. I uh, got some VGC numbers that we're gonna break down, folks. Believe it or not, Xbox is winning, uh, especially in 2022. They're up, they're a- and uh, they're up over Sony. Now, you know, the, the question that's going to come into, in- into the conversation is, is it because Sony can't get enough PS5s onto the market, or is it because people actually are starting to find uh, a lot of value in Xbox and are enjoying what's currently there? Uh, and-, and, of course, on the back end of the show, folks, again, we're going to have an adult conversation um, I've said this publicly. I, it's it, it's it's you know it's in my advertising uh, that I for the, for tonight's show, uh, Microsoft took it upon themselves to do what they consider to be uh, a move that leaves a lot of room on the table for question. Uh, they decided that their June shows, their E three shows, whatever it's going to be called next year, are going to focus on the uh, twelve months ahead meaning from June to June. Um, this year, as Kay Asante has said on his show and Dutch has said on his show, and we've heard a lot of people have opinions on this, this wasn't a good year to do that uh, because, quite frankly, they don't have nothing for 2022 outside of a few, you know, a, a big releases on a game pass. And, again, not taking anything away from that, the value is still there. But, you know, they they seem to sometimes overcorrect when they're criticized. And, and it drives me crazy as an Xbox fan that we have to still, still deal with this stuff. Like last year's show was perfect. It's a perfect 10 out of 10. And they knew that because we kept talking about it. This year's show, 8.5 out of 10 for me. Originally, I gave it an eight. I went up to uh, half a point more. But there is still a way... That Microsoft can satisfy all Xbox gamers. And that goes from casuals that only play, you know, pick them up games and puts it down, or hardcore, like everyone that's here in the chat. We got over a hundred people already here, only two minutes in. You're hardcore, folks. Everyone that's here, you're hardcore. Everyone on this panel, hardcore. Um, and I have a way that I think that they need to maybe steal an idea or two from Nintendo and Sony, something that Kasante has been talking about. You know, those two companies have stolen ideas from Microsoft left and right. And, you know, maybe it's time for Microsoft to do, you know, a state of play-esque um, presentation on a particular game. You know, pick a one game. You know, you put 13 to 15 minute footages, you know, footage, gameplay footage, Uh, For everyone to see, you get a little opening, you know, a little end, and everyone's happy. And, of course, maybe a future games cast that shows us the future of the box. You know, I mean, uh, uh, Keasante, first of all, welcome back to the program, brother. How are you? You're muted, brother. Uh Uh-oh.
1: There you go. Yes, the mute button was not fast enough to be hit. Forgive (laughs) me. I am doing great. I appreciate being here on the show and all the... The wonderful people already in the chat, the conversation starting hot and heavy. Yes, it is going to be an interesting conversation tonight because, yeah, uh, I appreciate that we waited till all the dust settled a bit. You know, people have really gotten it crystallized in their heads what to expect. And now we we, we have the, the post-mortem talk, as it were. So, so I'm here for it. And uh, welcome everybody, my, my uh, illustrious panel members. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh Dutch, how you doing, brother? I know you're going to have a lot to say on the topic. You have some ideas on what Microsoft can do to satisfy every gamer, both big and small.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot that can do. It's uh again as always awesome to be in the in the panel. Awesome to have uh to have these fine folks to talk games with and these this awesome chat to jump into. It was a little spicy last week, but we love that from time to time. <laughs> um but no awesome awesome can't wait to get in the uh get in the topics
0: yeah man uh well appreciate you being here obviously it's super late where you are so we definitely appreciate you hanging out with us crispy bomb what's going on brother the best voice in the business how how you been
3: oh awesome gentlemen uh, i'll try to keep it less spicy today uh <laughs> but yeah it was definitely uh it's something that we need to talk about because you know there's there's a lot of convoluted opinions and I think uh, you know, the more we all get on the same page, the better it is uh as speaking, you know, to the uh the Xbox and the community. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, th- I think you're onto something with that. And last and no way least, Mag, what's going on, brother? Yes. You you are gonna have a lot to say. Obviously, you're now inf- infamous from the oh no, it's Bible the game. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, if you guys want a few laughs about that whole pentiment thing, uh, not to not to be the shameless plug guy, but man, you guys gotta check out uh, the show I did with Gaz on Saturday and Dealer and ASA we were the pentiment jokes were flying for like an hour and a half oh, um wow. and <laughs> it was so much fun but anyways um it's an awesome it's awesome to be here tonight I can't wait to get, get into this uh yes we do have a lot to talk about even though the show's been over for about a week and a half now and could we all wish wandering dutch a belated happy birthday that everybody is in right, the chat here belated <laughs>
3: birthday, birthday. Yeah. Happy love now
4: love that, love that we've love got love. him in the flesh and funky fresh and ready to go let's all wish this guy a happy birthday in the chat guys so uh anyways let's get into the show let's waste no more time
0: yeah, absolutely. So listen, let's 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 get into what uh has been the talk of the town the last two days. And that of course is VGC charts, man. They they're back in the news again. They're posting some things regarding Xbox. And it it it's I'll put it to this way, folks. If you're a numbers person, all you have to do is just look at the numbers. Now, this was posted by William D'Angelo. He's uh, at Trunks WD. You don't know who William is? Well, you probably should because he is an analyst and writer over at VGC. He has his own Twitch. He's a Twitch affiliate and also, you know, does videos on YouTube like a lot of us do. Well, he posted something from VGC Charts that was super interesting. PS5 versus Xbox Series XS versus Switch 2022 sales. And folks, man, it is—it's—it's uh, it's something to be had because even though—and you hear the sirens in the background—that's how crazy this is because <laughs> Box folks is winning. And look, here's the numbers for 2022: Nintendo Switch, 7.1 million consoles sold. That's to be expected. They just keep winning. N- Nintendo is Nintendo, and they have hit—they have tapped the vein. Uh, that seems to be the case, as we saw with uh, something like the Wii. The, the, you know, not the Wii U because that was garbage, but the Wii sold like hotcakes constantly in the, in the in the in the in the you know in the green when it came to sales. PS Five, well, they have sold three point three six million. This is where it gets crazy, folks. Xbox Series X and S have sold three point four one million. And they're up, folks. PlayStation is down 28.2%. Switch is down 26%. And Xbox is up.
4: But, Mag, what
0: what's up with this? Well, Xbox is up?
4: I thought it was done. I thought it was over. I thought we were all trading them all in. All right, <laughs> isn't that what say. we're supposed to be doing? And yeah. then we're supposed to be proud to pay $80 more than what we're paying now for games because we're all cheap. But anyways, let me say, look at. This doesn't come as any surprise as anybody because you know what they've been doing from the start. It's something, yes, you know, they have been a little bit more upfront this generation in terms of like their, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, oh, I'm confidence. Sorry, I was looking at them for the proper word for it. They showed a lot of confidence going into this uh, generation, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, at the end of the day, Microsoft does not brag or boast the same way that those Japanese companies do. Let's face it, Nintendo and, and Sony, they have a sort of like swagger, but almost to the borderline obnoxious, like the way that, that that's my personal feeling. Anyway, I find it to be very obnoxious sometimes. And um, I, I don't understand what the point is. You know what I mean? Like when you tell like these sales numbers, like, oh, you know, The Last of Us, which is a great game, by the way, in my opinion, I loved it. Uh, anyway, like The like Last of Us 2, sold tell me, what does that make a difference to the people playing the game? Or the people that own the system, like, do they have any, like, like, is everybody a stockholder? I don't understand why they throw it's these tough. numbers around. Like, I don't get it. Like, is it for bragging rights or is it to, like, get attention so that people say, ooh, it sold 10 million. Maybe that'll get uh, entice more people to purchase. I don't know. Anyways, the thing is, is that Microsoft Xbox has been going slow and steady But at the same time, as some people say, which sometimes I disagree with the statement, is that slow and steady wins the race. But it seems like they are. I mean, it just seems to be constantly moving forward. I don't think it's because PlayStation 5s are not available. Because every time I turn around, and I've heard actually from multiple people saying that PS5s have been available, they're just not selling. Yeah. Okay, and I've heard this from people who are actually in the industry, and I don't mean like development industry, I mean in the sales industry, okay, are saying that, yes, they eventually sell, right, because someone's going to buy them, but remember we discussed this last year, Boom, uh, 30% of those PlayStation 5s are still not activated, yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Okay. Yep. It was, remember before, I mean, last year, I think it was like 50%, though. Wasn't the number higher? I think it was a little higher last yeah, year. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was like close to like 50% weren't weren't activated. Now it's dropped to about 30% because I guess some scalpers are selling them or whatever. But the thing is, you know, and, and then let's face it, like a lot of these scalpers, what they're not getting, you know, is that. They don't re- they're not really following what's going on. They just follow the trend of what happened over the last generation. Oh, everybody wants PlayStation and that's it. Uh, well, clearly that's not always the case, and they're not going to pay top dollar for it because you have to have a reason to entice people to do so. And I think that the naysayers and the poo-poos and the this and the that or whatever, talking about Game Pass and everything else, producing nothing but single A and double A quality uh, and not giving triple A quality uh, because it's impossible to give triple A quality in Game Pass, apparently, are being proven wrong. And they're being proven wrong because at the end of the day, and we've all said this, every last person on this panel, and I'm pretty sure everybody in the chat has heard us say it over and over and over again, that the mighty dollar will always win at the end of the day, especially when it comes to younger generation gamers. Because like I said, they're not angling towards us old farts. We got money, (laughs) generally speaking, right? We've got expendable income at this point in our lives, right? And so what's happening is, we are able to go out and buy like if like if they drop the PSVR two tomorrow, I can just go to the store and buy it. Mm. An eighteen year old gamer who Xbox and PlayStation whoever are actually there's those are the ones they are marketing because they want you for the next twenty to thirty years. Right? They don't care about just today. They want the next three gener, uh next three decades of you. So that's why they're angling for them. Those people don't have money to go out and buy a PSVR two unless, of course. You know, they got a Porsche Cayenne at 16 years old from daddy, you know, who's a Hollywood producer. But the rest of the world, and especially considering what's happening now in the world, look at like the world is basically going into a Great Depression, food shortages, uh, gas prices are going up, uh, all that kind of stuff. People are losing money left, right, and center. People losing their jobs, not going to work, and whatever, right? You think they're going to sit there and proudly want to pay $80 more than what I would be paying for my $15 a month subscription? No. They're going to find the cheapest way possible. And that's why, look at other things. I mean, I'm not going to stay out of the controversy about, like, let's say, like, movies like Buzz Lightyear and all that shit stuff. I'm not going to get into that. Okay? However, a lot of people, uh, you know, the, the, the sentiment out there is, oh, movie looks hot. When does it come to streaming? Yep. Right? That's so that's what, and it's not just, and it's not just because they've been trained to feel that way. It's because they don't have any money because cucumbers cost $10 each. <laughs> right so like you know what I'm saying this is what's happening this is why anyway the reason why I'm, I'm I'm going on this whole verbal diarrhea about this stuff it all makes sense in the end guys and what I'm trying to get at is that it all has to do with the fact that you are able to drawn TJ uh, <laughs> Uh, that's a great super chat sorry it totally distracted me what i'm getting at here is that's why xbox sales are up because the silent majority has spoken and what they are doing is that they're speaking with their wallets and by speaking with their wallets and more affordability xbox is going to continue moving forward which we all said was going to happen we all saw what was going to happen and the thing is we will uh, you know we will reap the benefits of this when gigantic triple a games are coming to the service from their first party studios. Okay. Now, the other thing I was looking at, by the way, I just want to bring this one thing before we pass off the mic to someone else here. Um, I looked at someone, uh, someone, uh, Corey Bo- uh, ba- Balrog. God, that guy always got, I, I always think the, ba- uh, the, the, the Balrog from like uh, Lord of the Rings. Anyways, Barlog, uh, he uh, said he made
2: up Yeah, he made
4: no, you made (laughs) that's right. I, I, you know what, between those three guys, I can't get them straight, anyways. You know who I'm talking about the guy who made God of War. He made uh, he did like a little like cryptic tweet about God of War or something like that, right? And everybody started going wild. And then some guy in the comment section said, Any chance it's coming to PS? plus Holy good god in heaven, the comments that I I saw after that. Yeah. They were shredding this guy. What are you an X bot? What do you oh want? Double A crap? What is it? Starfield crap? You're looking for? This is triple A goodness. We pay top dollar for this, and and I'm sitting there like going, "Oh my god, <laughs> you guys are rats on a sinking ship, and you're just yep. looking for anything to grab onto well, so you don't go down with the for,
0: ship." For, for one, that that's I mean, that, it that, that is jumps right off the page.
4: Boom! It's utterly ridiculous. The toxicity was beyond belief, and anyway, the point was is that they just don't get it the that that little subcategory of people they're not even on my playstation like when i'm on my playstation i got the friends who are at my friends list really nice guys super yeah. nice guys they just happen to be sony guys they're not xbox i'm uh, uh, sorry they're not into xbox or anything they just play sony super nice guys always great for a chat this and that whatever no issues right this is like that 5% of total idiots out there that yeah. we all know who mm-hmm. they are right the thing is, they don't represent the majority, and they do not represent, definitely don't represent, uh, represent the public. Because the public, at the end of the day, they're the ones that you don't even know about. Joe Sixpack, you won't know. He's not watching this podcast. He's not in the chat. He's not sending in super chats. Right? He's not even listening to this show. He doesn't even know who I am or you or anybody else. They just know where the value is, and the value will continue to do it. Microsoft's plan moving forward, what they should do, the game plan. Is that they need to market the living Christ out of this Game Pass situation in the series S. I want to see it on the side of subways in New York. I want to see it on the Freedom Tower. I want to see it, you know, flying on an airplane, you know, across the beaches and all that kind of stuff with a little ticker tape in the background. That's what we need to see. They need to promote the living crap out of this thing so that it really takes off. And you watch the numbers then. wait till the riot game situation uh, kicks in and all that other stuff. Right. Anyways, long story longer. What I'm trying to get at is that in the end, it's not just about quality. Let's not forget they won 2021 publisher of the year, guys. It's also about the value that they're providing and that's what that and that's why they're in this situation
0: it's true and and you you bring up incredible points crispy i want to go to you uh and obviously you you are the voice of the people as well and uh a lot of the times money is at the forefront of someone getting into gaming staying in gaming or even trying something new um look uh, a PS5 uh, is is five hundred bucks if you want the one with the disc. It's a hundred dollars less if you want it without the disc. Um, you know, Xbox has has a sweet spot at three hundred bucks for a Series S, which Little Man is doing great, uh, doing a great job representing next generation. That's that's an absolute fact. Uh, we have these numbers from VGC. Obviously, you know they've come with the question before. This isn't uh, you know uh, uh, Microsoft isn't giving these numbers, but. They are pretty up to date when it comes to it. What What are your thoughts that Xbox is out of the big three over over the course of twenty two versus twenty twenty one? They're the ones that are up, and they're up significantly.
3: Uh, one thing I want to say is this game is awesome, and if you are <laughs> an arcade lover, you, you know have I haven't to even started it, it yet. Dude, uh, I mean, dude, I beat mean, the, I mean, the, the arcade. Mode I, I just I have to mode. say because I couldn't say anything when we brought it up the other day. Um, because I didn't play it yet, but it, I mean, playing with six people, I had flashbacks, oh my God, amazing. I had flashbacks, yeah. and, and I'll tell you, it is very modern in its own way, and it gives you a lot of combinations you can use. And once you really get good with a character, you can absolutely trash things, which is just awesome. Yeah. Just had to say that, but this, this is also what we could talk about here. This game, hey, it's not a triple A banger. And so, you know, I hate that word as well. I know Joe really hates it. Um, but you know, that that that's one of those things where this game is just it's awesome, and it's a multiplayer game, and it and it's and it's there, and you just pay your subscription and it shows up, and sometimes you're just like, oh, this is stupid. But for some of us old guys, it's like, man, this is like arcade nostalgia. This is cool, and then it plays even better than you even imagine. That's what I'm talking about. So value proposition, people. This is this is why Xbox is all of a sudden starting to, you know, catch up this year, and and they're going to surpass. I I bet in the next month. I wouldn't say. I would say, um, y- you look at what they're doing. You know, I understand, and we're going to get into the other aspect of you know looking at the future as well because this year we really didn't get that, but they showed gameplay for games that are going to be in a service that you pay ten to fifteen dollars a month. And, and, you know, now you have options to play on mobile. You have a Series S out there, which is like the, the absolute Trojan horse to this generation, in my opinion. I think that thing is going to just exceed. It's going to, I think at one point, it once these games like really start coming out heavy and, and, you know, often and we're constantly getting some big game. It doesn't have to be a triple A banger, but it has to be a big title from the studios or, or something, you know, like a, an Outer Worlds or MLB The Show along with it, you know, and have those multiple games in one month, you're going to see people, if they're available, buy these things like nothing because it's $300. We pay $800 for a cell phone, people. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? $300 for a next-gen gaming console. You could play all the games that are out there, and, and you're not even talking about all the cloud stuff. It's, this is the reason. Now, possibly at a period in time there was not playstations ready available i know plenty of people in retail as well as mag does and yeah they're available now and they're just not selling because you have to spend all that money on the back end you you have to spend all that money on the back end instead of bam three hundred dollars fifteen dollars a month oh wait it's a dollar for three months right now up until
0: until the 30th yeah it is so
3: you literally you get to download a 500 game library. Or a dollar. So you pay three hundred and we'll say twenty dollars after taxes. Okay. So you could buy an extra controller. You could buy the stick if you wanted to. I'm waiting for that to come down. Xbox, you need to get on that. You need it, you need that, you need that, you know, the SSD to go down because yes, that price is yeah, too it's much. It's about time. Yeah. So we, we need something, even if you you know, let mad cats or whoever else come out with something, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying I don't know.
1: Yep. You know, give to, give people to add insult to injury to add insult to injury today i almost bought a a, a two terabyte uh m.2 for my ps5 that is ps5 compatible for 200 dollars, basically 20 dollars more than the one terabyte one still offered by xbox yeah it's becoming yeah. a problem
3: yeah so yeah no i i that's that's where you know we get we say what we got to say man like do something with that but other than that i mean you look at you know next gen ready gaming console 300 bucks you get game pass for 50 i mean it, it's it's just there, and with gas, it what was it ninety dollars to fill my tank the other day. Jesus so Christmas. so that's wow. you know I I have a Jeep. I mean you know you look at it and you say well it's kind of your own fault, but I also don't have the money to buy a new vehicle. To be honest with you, so it's like well I'm kind of at a catch twenty two. So, you know, I look at that and I say, where am I going to save at this point? Well, luckily I'm already invested in Game Pass and I get games dropping in there all the time. I don't have to sit there and worry about not having a new game to play. And and I think that's what people are looking at at this point in time.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's good stuff real quick. I've got to thank a new channel member, Paul Drew. What's going on, brother? And he says, boom, is the best. Well, thank you for the compliment, brother. But of course, thank you for... Uh, becoming a channel member, we also have a uh, uh, quite a few uh super chats. I got to catch up to thanks, KSante. drawn TJ, generous friends of the show, drops a five hours super chat and says, Hi, guys, who's excited for Forza Motorsport like me? Yeah, I-, I can't wait to see what that does. It's definitely going to put Gran Turismo 7 in the corner. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, drawn DJ drops an additional five hours super chat and says, I like the 12 month roadmap in the show, but show two CGI game announcements. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Uh, I I don't think they have to uh, change the format. I honestly don't. I think that the twelve month uh, format can work. It just can't be your only show. We're we're going to break down what they need to do. They they need a future games cast. Uh, that is without a doubt because you know they if you I understand who they who they're aiming towards. Right? They're looking at the people and the gamers that made the PlayStation Four break numbers unlike anyone's ever seen right we know they have they're, they're currently at 115 plus million and the reason why they got there folks isn't from the hardcore. core you had a hardcore bought the console like my brother and i man we're good for between the both of us eight playstation 4s i bought yeah. four myself i bought a playstation 4 i got the destiny white one edition then of course i got the pro then mrs boom nope. got me the god of war pro I'm good for four. My brother's good for four. So yeah. there are a lot of return uh, buyers and but slims the, and all that stuff yeah, later on yeah, for like yeah. uh,
4: one fifty at on Black Friday and whatever. That's, right?
0: Well, I mean, it's 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 a it, there's a good chance that you could see Little Man go down as, as low as two fifty this holiday. You know what I'm saying? It, it may be lower. We we don't know what I've Microsoft seen it is on Woot.com
1: trailing around two thirty from time to time. Yeah, I saw. I've, I, I've I don't think
4: one ninety nine is out of the realm of
1: possibility. Neither yep. do I. If two thirty is the thing that's happening now, yes. one ninety nine by Black Friday is a thing. Yeah. exactly. I, I, I got
0: I got one for you. Check this out, just for, for for. And again, I don't want to go too off the off the beaten path here. We keep talking about little man, right? Oh, little man, little man, two hundred bucks. What if Microsoft drops the a Series X to four fifty, or to, or or to four hundred, and now they're, you're challenging PlayStation as a whole? It was a five hundred dollars system versus the the $100 less system and it's more powerful it, it would it would be insane but um J- tj drops an additional uh super chat and he says uh happy birthday dutch and of course indeed happy birthday brother big bad mo member for of the channel for three months He says, love your shows, even if I can't get them all live. Keep up the great work, Boom. And how is it going, panel? Well, thank you for the super chat. I mean, being a channel member, thank you for the message, brother. And, yes, we are doing A-O fine. We also have another super chat from C J that says, I love it when Mag gets annoyed, LOL. (laughs) And, um, we also have another, well, two, two more super chats from Jordan TJ. Thank you, brother. You really are incredibly generous. He says, those people roasting that guy, they're the rats in the pen in in pentiment.
4: Oh, (laughs) Oh my dear Lord. Uh, By the way, you know what? Speaking of pentiment guys, people in the chat, do me a favor. If you want to see me when that game comes out, if you want to see me stream that game live from start to finish, put a one in the chat. Sorry. Oh, Go on. No, Go on. That's boob. all right. And, and uh, Drone TJ drops an
0: additional super chat of $2. Says, I want Ubisoft Plus in Game Pass, the full version. Yeah, I think that's coming. I, I honestly think the reason it hasn't launched is because Microsoft and Ubisoft <laughs> are, are just doing what bean counters do. They're trying to figure a way to get it in there at no extra cost, the same way EA Play is. I, I'm telling you, that's what they're trying to do. Looks and like they're doing they it. if they pull that off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh boom boom one moment it looks like your 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 audience has spoken there mag you're definitely streaming this Uh, i will you know what guess what guys (laughs) will the game
4: jay lambert
1: accounts for like 15 ones himself (laughs) i will
4: stream it live when it comes out okay that's an absolute promise guys from start to finish you got you have my word carry on
1: that'll be awesome continue
4: <laughs> if you if just if you look at the chat, I don't know this
0: boomstick guy. Double Brow Gaming has put about 10 ones in there, so uh, yeah, I'm with the people. Indeed,
1: indeed.
4: Hey, this better be a short game, okay? If this if this is like a hundred hour RPG. I'm gonna throw forget, okay. <laughs> you. Cold
1: you have to read and... it all in voices. You have to do the character voices. That's, uh, that's you know what I'll do it. hundred percent. There you go. That's uh, right. We had there we, we had
0: something coming here. We had uh, who was it over here? Curry uh, Louise says he has 69 sixty nine ones. All right, good on you for that, brother. I love it. Easy. Listen, let let, let's reel this back in, folks. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. here to talk about the numbers. Microsoft is is, you know, I said this in the green room. It it, it shocks me, right? As as a podcaster, as a gamer, as as someone that keeps his ear to the floor, one of the biggest tropes that Microsoft is currently dealing with, uh, and I want to go to Dutch on this first, uh, is the fact that they don't have quote unquote bangers, right? And somehow or another, Dutch. They sold more systems than the PlayStation Five. Now, granted, I, I get it. Some people—I I mean, I've, I've seen the things. People are like, "Oh, well, the Series S shouldn't be counted." I'm not going to name who I said that, but if you did, you're a boob. It's a console. <laughs> it's an Xbox console. Of course, it should be counted. Um, but what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I, okay, listen—they have half the sales of the Switch, right? The mark—the the the, the 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 market leader when it comes to console sales is the Switch. It's been like that for. Man, I think it's going on like uh, over two years. It, it's like 30-something months. It's, it's ridiculous how many MPDs that they've won, how many trophies they're sitting on. But this is certainly a sign of the times, Dutch. What are your thoughts on these numbers uh, that were delivered to us by
2: VGC? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously awesome, awesome to see. And yes, I would say Little Man is definitely making up the vast majority of that, but rightfully so. You have to think. Like the hardcore minority because the hardcore is the minority when it comes into gaming. Um, they're the ones buying the expensive top of the range consoles, yep. they're the ones going out and getting the big, they're spending one. the big
0: money on the PCs. Yes. They, ha- yeah. they,
2: they, they support all three consoles or yeah. four if you count PC. Yeah, the hardcore, and, and people might, might, even the people in chat, let's say I'm casual if you're spending any time in gaming podcasts and listening to gaming news and watching gaming news and playing games all the time and talking about games, even if you think you're a casual, you're more hardcore than you think you are. <laughs> if if you're a casual, true casuals aren't sitting and listening to gaming podcasts or talking about video games with their friends and things like every now and again, they'll come up to you and they'll ask you, oh, what's this game? And then you tell them what the game's all about. Like you get it on PlayStation, Xbox side and the fact is, is the casuals don't care about what console they get. It's the money and what is the cheapest and the best offering it is that they get for their money. And at the end of the day, the one key thing that Xbox has, even if even us, the, the hardcore uh, minority um, who, who like us, who speak about the fact that there isn't the big Xbox AAA bangers this year and they're not putting out from first party, etc., the casuals don't care about that. Like <laughs> All the casuals see is what games is on this console and what games can I play on this console going forward? And if you have a look at what Xbox are catering to right now and what they're getting right, is producing something or bringing something to the console that everyone can enjoy? Again, the, the famous trope is that not every game is for everyone, but there is a game for everyone, and that's really the mantra that Xbox seem to be playing by right now. Is yes, you might might only be one game for you this year that you're really excited for, but there is at least a game on this platform yep. that everybody likes and everybody enjoys. And I think that is really what is starting to lift, specifically the series S, is because there's so much variance in content, there's so much variety um, mm-hmm. for everybody to play. Um, so I, I think that's really helping it. And again, it's that low, it's that low price. You, you cannot shirk it. The introductionary, um,
0: the introductionary price, yeah. uh, Dutch, is just it's unmatched in entertainment. And, you know, it, what's, it really what's is. Even,
2: what's even better, though, at, for, for Xbox in this sense, is because of the hardware shortage on the market at the moment, even the cost of a, a base PlayStation 4 secondhand and things at the moment because of console shortage is higher than it ever has been. In the past, when new consoles come out, the cost of old consoles dramatically falls, usually. But because of the, the shortage on PlayStation 5s and the shortage on, on Series Xs, etc., the likes of the One X and the likes of the PlayStation 4 Pro, etc., is still maintaining that 200 plus plus price tag. So when they're going into a shop and there's a PlayStation 4 Pro or there's a brand-new Xbox Series S, they're going to go for a new console over the older model, no matter what the difference is, because they're not looking at which one's the most powerful on paper or theoretically which one's the most powerful. They don't care about that. They just think, okay, what are the new consoles? Xbox Series consoles and the PlayStation 5. What one's available? The Xbox Series S. I'll get the Xbox Series S. That's what, a, that's what an absolute casual is going to do. They're going to look at that price. They're going to say $250. i am getting that. <laughs> How mm-hmm. many games? Okay, brilliant. Okay, but you know, good. you know what's interesting
0: to your point, and uh, I want you to continue it. But you know, I just saw, uh, "Hi, I'm Stu" in the chat. First of all, brother, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. He says Hi, the Stu. casuals care about Call of Duty <laughs> and FIFA. And you know what's interesting, folks, is Microsoft seems to be winning now with what they currently have in Game Pass. It's it's shocking to me, to be honest with you. That they continue to see, see and it's it's this isn't a fluke. Hey, they win one month, they're down 17 months. This is this is a running trend has been going for months. Uh we Kay and I talked about this on the phone. We talked about it personally, publicly. Most people gave that show that I was like, Yeah, it was 8.5, was a nine. Like people are like raving and, 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 and you know what, that, that, that it was a kind of across the board. It wasn't only hardcore or only soft core or someone in the middle. It was a broad stroke, which is still shocking to me. Dutch, if they continue this trend where they're outpacing um, uh, Sony, which is shocking, uh, still, still blows my mind. Could you imagine when they can slap call of duty on the box? Oh my God, it is going to be ridiculous.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's definitely going to be ridiculous. And the one thing I want to say for the the UK market, I can't speak for the rest of Europe, but I know in the Netherlands for instance, um I keep forgetting the name of the shop, but Vin from from our Show, he he messaged me all the time. And he's like, "Oh, I can get you a PlayStation 5 here if you want one. There's always one available here." He's like there's always ones to pick up over in the Netherlands now. They just get them in that mm-hmm. frequently. And in the UK, we get them in quite frequently now to the point where Yes, it sells and they sell relatively quickly, but it's guaranteed really to be back in stock pretty soon. However, the issue in the UK at the moment is the vast majority of game stores that are selling PlayStation 5s are only selling bundles. Yes, and when you've yeah. got the and when you've got the the economic issues like you have around the world and in the UK right now, where the cost of living's absolutely through the roof. People are thinking about how to pay the energy, and we've spoke about this countless times. When you're a homeowner or even a renter now, and you pay for the energy, that's went up almost. You're talking three to four times on your annual than it ever has been, and that's insane. Like you're talking people who used to be paying a couple of hundred quid, paying the best part of money, like a, a several thousand pounds for their energy on a yearly basis. That's something that they have to factor in on a month to month. Yeah. So. Gaming is now looking for a route of being accessible and when you're looking at what is essentially not only a 400 pounds 500 pounds PlayStation 5 console, but then the bundling it up with several games, that's taken at 600. and then naturally someone's gonna pick up a second controller. there's 650 and 700, 700 quid. like <laughs> it, it's not it doesn't add up so then people aren't rushing out to buy them as they were at the start. It's not like the beginning of the generation right now. It's a different economic circumstance. So when they are coming into stock, it's taken a day, two days, three days for them to eventually trickle out. Whereas at the beginning, when things were really tight, it was literally as soon as they were in stock, they're out of stock. In stock, out of stock. It Mm -hmm. was like within a minute of them being there, they were gone. It's not like that now. Like I went on a page the other day and they had hundreds of bundles and I checked the next day and all of them bundles were still available to pick up. And that's that is to me kind of weird to see right now because you'd used to, especially if there's this this chip shortage as we know there is, you would hope for them to be selling out really quickly in the UK. You would think there would be, but again, economic differences. People aren't rushing out to spend six, seven hundred quid on a console. They're not with all with all the the left, rights, and centres. They might spend two, two 300 at a push. And at least what you're getting with that with the series S console is Game Pass for a year and all the games. So it's gonna yeah. save them a small fortune. They're gonna have things to play, they're gonna have a controller. They're good, they're all good. And all of the old controllers work with the next control with the next console. So yep. if they had an Xbox previously, they don't have to get a new controller to play. But yeah. So yeah, it's it's insane. And if you if you add Additional content, like your FIFA, which, of course, FIFA 22 drops into Game Pass within the next couple of weeks. And then you've got the likes of, like you say, Call of Duty in the future, being being able to go into Game Pass whenever that ex, like, kind of marketing deal finishes with Sony, whatever it is. Um, yeah, of course, that's going to shift. It's going to shift things really quickly. I know my, one of, my best friend, actually, he literally only ever plays Call of Duty's. Like he's never online, and when he is online, he's Call of Duty. Otherwise, <laughs> he's watching Netflix. Like he's that kind of guy because he's a he's a, he's a short social worker, so he's he's never really free. So when he does want to play something, he just wants to have a quick game on, on Call of Duty and then, then then turns it off, and that's it. And a lot of people like that. So when they start getting that Call of Duty on the box or in Game Pass, he doesn't have to fork out 70, 80 quid for that cross generation bundle that they're still looking to do this time yeah and they need to stop that um but when that goes into game pass and and people don't have to fork out 70 80 not only is the amount of players on call of duty going to fly up to unprecedented unprecedented levels but i think they're going to end up making more money than they ever have bundling at yep. that cost yeah so yeah it's it's going to be phenomenal
0: yeah it, it, it there's there's a there, there's a future uh case not they where we look at an MPD, and Microsoft has somehow outpaced even Nintendo.
2: Actually, boom! Uh, can I interrupt the second there? Um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. In the chat, uh, they—I've just missed his name. Actually, the the man something he said. I hear there's a controller shortage. Actually, that is a that is correct. Um, my <laughs> believe it or not, my was messaged me today, and I just just give him an Xbox controller. Um, because he couldn't, he rang around all the game stores and there isn't any, there's no wow, anyway. Yeah,
4: I read about that too. What's going on with Microsoft, that?
2: I have Microsoft absolutely no idea, that. there's none. So he messaged yeah. me and he was like, If you got one, I'll buy it off you. And I was like, You don't have to buy it. Like, I've got <laughs> unbelievable amounts of controllers, yeah, like, yeah, like me. I, I have a
3: ridiculous amount of <laughs> Dutch <ridiculous laughs> didn't want to feel like a scalper. That's <laughs> 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 I've
1: just, I've got. Lots You're of gonna them, start so having yeah, to hoard those in your basement yeah. like they did toilet paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh my <laughs> god! <That's a> deal, <laughs> yeah. You yeah.
0: Listen, this world is crazy, so you just never know. But look, Casante. All, all joking aside, um, mm. right now uh, Sony's in third. Thir- th- Sony is in third place. Now there's gonna be a lot of challenges to that. Is, you know, again, we talked about it a few minutes ago. Is it because there are no no consoles? Well, that's been proven wrong because we've heard from other uh, panel members here that actually no people. Well, like, hey, if you want a PS Five, I got it. It's right here. It's in this store. Here's the mm-hmm. link. I've seen. I've seen. I've. I've, I've actually seen PlayStation Fives in Target. You know what they're doing? They're sitting there. You know what I didn't see in there? Xbox Series S and X consoles. I saw the Switch. I saw the PS Five. Didn't see any Xbox stuff. Which is again, I mean, it's a couple of targets that I go into. Am I? Am I? You know, the de facto. Hey, that they're winning. No, but. We're seeing numbers put in front of us that they are starting to, they're starting to trend. They are starting to gain ground. They are starting to become, uh, and again, I think what's different with this generation, okay, is when Game Pass first started, services weren't at the front of any conversation, specifically with the normies, right? You know, everyone's been paying for Netflix for 150 years, right? They know Netflix, but now everyone has minimum ten services at one point that they're paying. And if they're even remotely, in, you know, into gaming or they were into gaming, they look over and they say, "This what is this Game Pass and everything's that everyone's talking about?" And they go and they see this plethora of games and they have a three hundred dollar console. And you said it, you? I've seen it like you, as low as two hundred and thirty bucks, like one mm-hmm. of those flash sales. And I'm like, "My,
1: I wish I needed one." You know what i'm saying I buy it right now and, and and you know what in hindsight i i wish i had bought a couple of those because i'm trying to trying to make some cool custom consoles and whatnot you mm. see that cool deal you know the series s believe it or not is more more console customizable than the x would be well, i would Dutch think Dutch couple, can correct so, me if i'm wrong more more real estate right there more flat space you know it's a beautiful thing so i mean you know to be honest, you'll see the, more the, of that
2: mm-hmm. both the s and the both the S and the X are probably some of the easiest consoles to ever disassemble, ever ever worked with. Um, so easy. I mean, the the S is literally a couple of screws on the back, and then that's it. Then the entire thing slides off. <laughs> and yeah, I, I think, it was, I think it. it
1: was made like that on purpose uh, these days. The, the, that the is X more of is a exactly feature. the same. You
2: take off the back plate, yeah. and the entire front end shifts off. It's, it is really easy to work with. And both the S and the X have got a lot of real estate to work with. Of course, on the right. S, you've got the fan. But there's a lot of creative things you can do with that phone. Yeah.
1: So on <laughs> know, the point of on the point of the, the numbers and why and why we're seeing that, I, I think everybody on the on the panel has made great points. Right? There's there's a lot that we're seeing that is slowly shifting in the in the gaming industry. And and if you hear the sound of my voice, chances are you're the hardcore, and they may not be speaking to you directly. But you know. B- uh, even though they may not be speaking to you directly, they are still speaking to gamers by and large in all, in all stripes. And because of that, you can see that manifesting in the amount of consoles being sold at this point. Right. Uh, they, they they seem to, they seem to have taken the early strategy that when times are tough, you, uh, normal people will opt for the deal rather than the prestige right? And let's be honest, right? Even if we are in a place, some people th- seem to think that, oh, Microsoft does things because they're altruistic. Others seem to, to point them in a corner of, oh, they're just being malicious. You know, they're just, uh, people think they're trying to be altruistic. They're just there for your money. Let's, let's all assume that it's all, let's call a spade a spade and they're here to, to separate you from your dollars, right? Which is what they're all here to do. One company has has made a bet that during the time where you know uh, uh as you as you point out boom that cream cheese costs more than than, 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 than ungodly gas. sums these days you know what i'm saying you know where where i i i drive a, a I drive a, a a crossover and a half a tank of gas is sixty dollars half a tank right and, and if that's the world we live in one company has opted for the world where they're thinking that hey you consumer will be better served with giving you as much of a discount as we possibly can, uh, show you perceived value for your dollar. And in that world, you'll be more likely to jump in versus the other company who's saying, Hey, our stuff is so prestige, you know, like movies, it's best, it's best that you go see it on the biggest screen possible. Take your family and let's charge you quadruple for every, every benefit of, of that. Right. These days you can you take call a, it you what take you will. You,
0: yourself and your kid to the movies. It's $100 a hundred dollar day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And remember, even during COVID, right? People were saying some of these movies are so magical they deserve to be seen on the big screen. And I'm just like, yeah, my big screen in my living room is fine enough. Thank you. Very
4: exactly. Much. So, so that's
1: neither here of there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I honestly think that. That we may not, we may still see a lot of fluctuations in the market when it comes to this stuff. But what, what we've all said seems to be ring, ringing true here, right? Microsoft and, and and it also lends to the 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 showcases that we recently had, right? Some of us have, have had vocal issues about it, and we'll we'll continue to speak about it. But by and large, the polls and everything, everybody that that has been involved seems to suggest that hey, these the uh, uh, uh this this time around. It was a, a, a smashing success. 80% of the people give it a B if not an A, right? So as, as Dutch has said, they're literally trying to speak to a, a wider swath of individual than just the hardcore, right? They think they have the hardcore already in pocket and by and large, as much as they complain, you know, they, 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 as much as we might complain, they are right. They have the hardcore in pocket. Cause as long as you put Plague Tale Requiem in there, I'll shut up and go play. And then y'all can deal with the rest you know what i'm saying as long as you put the occasional you know gem in there you got me i'll be quiet i'll go play and then you can can, can keep addressing the rest of the public so you know it, it's a it's a it's a difficult needle uh, it's a difficult uh, a needle that they're trying to thread here when it comes to all of this because they're trying to speak to everybody at the same time right and it's it's very difficult all the while they're also building up their services right as mag says you want to see it everywhere you want to see it on billboards you want to see game pass announced everywhere the problem is they know that by and large right the problem is solving because we see game we see xboxes being sold everywhere but they know that by and large the uplift the, the request to get you into this ecosystem most likely requires the purchase of a console which not everybody's ready to do. So they give you many options. Okay. You could do it on your PC. Okay. You could do it on your, on your, your phone. You could do a game, you know, and the easiest, most whiz bang option they've given you is that cloud option, which everybody goes, wow, this is awesome. But the cloud option is still not ready for prime time just yet. So they keep uh, like speaking about it as an option. Right. But that's most likely the, the, the way that uh, people who don't have anything to do with the Xbox will most likely try to interface with it for the first time. Oh, that's interesting. Let me try it out. Right. Because a console requires a huge uplift. It requires an immediate purchase. Right. Uh, PC, maybe you have it, maybe you don't. If you have a PC that's capable of running games natively, chances are you're a gamer. Right. Most likely you have an all in one or something. So you probably won't be playing games on your PC like that. Right when when you get that deal and they, and they say, Hey, try this game pass thing well, for a dollar for a month, you'll try it, you'll install it on your computer, and you'll see, uh, you'll install it on your phone, and you'll see if you'll be able to stream the cloud game real quick. Right, you know, so it's a very fine dance that they're doing right now because they can't scream it from the mountaintops to play it on the cloud. Because when they do, then it starts happening like you saw last Christmas, where there are lines to get in, and you don't want that. It's a good problem to have. Because that means you got way more people trying to trying to trying to try your product, but their experience needs to be the best. And if, if people are waiting too long, that then also becomes a problem. So, you know, long story short, I, I think uh, uh, um, everyone has uh, has perfect points on this on this matter. I just think we need to possibly and, and I, I'm not I'm not ready to say next year will be the solution because next year might still also be a pain in the ass. Let's be honest. I think in two cycles, I I think by mid 2024 this whole once every three at uh, one uh, uh, we're, sh- we're sharing with you what we're sharing with you for 12 months thing will start making a lot of sense because then they'll be running they'll, they'll they'll have a lot more studios by then activision blizzard will be a well-oiled machine at that point you know presu- yeah. presumably part of xbox at that time hey we don't know what the fallout will be i see that grin on your face there dutch
2: we don't know what the <laughs> well, fallout will be well well-oiled, well-oiled is a bit of a
1: well uh, well oiled (laughs) is is a stretch but i will tell you that at that point then you know that whatever at that point, then you know that whatever decisions have been made have been made with Xbox, uh, with Microsoft under Microsoft's days yeah. right? Everything before then is kind of wishy washy. Even the early twenty twenty threes will kind of be like, yeah, you own them, but every decision that was made was made beyond before you got there. You know what I mean? So I'd say twenty twenty four. That's when you'll see what they'll decide to do when it comes to that E three like conference. Will they have separate conferences? You know, at that point they'll be so better many, integrated into xbox as a whole you know what i mean yeah then we'll start seeing what this all all of this means right now i think the uh, us hardcore folks need to just we need we need to keep hope alive i think i think we need to keep hope alive while still giving them the righteous smoke when we think they deserve it right but play tale is very soon so then y'all will shut up and just potentially tomorrow
0: uh, potentially yeah they're they're doing a a release date uh stream tomorrow
1: what
4: do
0: Yeah 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 mm-hmm. tomorrow brother. Yeah, tomorrow, what did brother. I miss? Well, <laughs> apparently you missed a lot because uh yeah, the, the tomorrow they're showing a brand new gameplay, they're showing they are giving the official release date and they said something to the effect of something Jeez. something tomorrow, something is happening big tomorrow. So I think that game drops tomorrow into Game wow. Pass personally and that would God. be pretty dope. Uh you know, real quick yeah. Shane in the chat says many of these Xbox Series S buyers will upgrade to an X and put Series S in another room, which I did, or give it to a relative, which I did. So he is definitely onto something.
1: And one one more quick thing. You know, right now, the Series S is always being considered, I wouldn't call the wicked stepchild, but the stepchild nonetheless, because it's like, oh, it's the partner console. It's the entry-level console. It's all because we're still in the pseudo, you know, next-gen aware part of development right now they're all you have not played a next gen game a real next gen game yet and what all of that means you haven't done it yet and when you do and and the series s shows you that hey i can hang with the big boys when when we're talking about actual next gen development you'll be surprised that that wicked stepchild will become you know the, the, the 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 console that everybody wants to have right because that will be the minimum requirement that that will be the floor, right? If you have a series a, a, a Series X or a PS5, you know your minimum requirement is the spec that this the Series S will provide you. So as as many whiz bang features as more
2: Series S for sure, 100 percent,
1: exactly, exactly. They, they it will it'll continue to fly off the shelves. It will be very much cheaper than it is even even now. So when that Series S st- when you start seeing development being done solely within the, the, the realm of, okay, only next gen is being targeted. Instead of just using the, the, the fastest processors we have and a, as much bandwidth as we can use, we're now trying to offset that that speed and that strength because the Series S can't handle that, right? So now we're gonna develop smarter. When that happens, you will start to see the reason why they built that thing. And we yeah. still haven't seen that yet.
0: No, and we and we probably will at some point. Uh, real quick, game player, uh, Gameplay HUD Zero, Drops a very generous $5 Super Chat. But this is what they said that's very interesting, uh, pa- uh, both the panel and chat. Korea had an Xbox sales watch stream that reached 220,000 watchers. That's unprecedented. It also had a $1.5 at its peak for sales. Like, okay. I mean... That's showing that they are now trending in areas and regions that they have notoriously failed in the past. Look, this is a great way. We got almost 400 people here. Uh, If you are new to the channel, I see a lot of new names, man. Welcome to the program. Welcome to Double Barrel Gaming. We hope that you are enjoying the conversation. Uh, We are going to continue momentarily real quick, just to give everyone a heads up. uh, I had advertised that tomorrow... I was going to do a Breakfast at Boom instead of Friday, because Friday, Mrs. Boom and I are celebrating our 22nd anniversary. So we're going to be hanging out this weekend with friends and family, and obviously I'm going to spend time with her on Friday. She actually has an appointment tomorrow that we can't miss, so there's not going to be a Breakfast at Boom this week. We will, we will ravine, uh, uh, uh next week at, on Friday at 10 a.m. as, our, as we normally do. Uh, so this will be the last show of the week. Sorry about that, but... You know, obviously, you know, real life gets in the way sometimes. And of course, it's, you know, it's our anniversary. But uh, look, let's let's get into this 12 months thing. Um, Now, this has been a topic of conversation in many podcasts. Uh, I've talked about it uh, furiously, to be honest with you, because, well, I don't like it. I don't like it because I'm a whiz bang dude. I'm a I'm a I'm a guy that likes the, the the year of dreams. And Microsoft took that away. They took that away from me. Now, I understand seeing what's coming in the next 12 months is great for a whole bunch of people. Um, It's great. It will be great for me. Next year's 12-month calendar or, you know, not 12-month calendar. Let me rephrase that. Uh, Fiscal year calendar shenanigans that they're pulling um, is going to be an incredible year because we're going to have five games, five first-party games up front and potentially some big ones uh, towards the holiday uh, season, which this is going to be the first time that Microsoft actually remembers that there are six months in the first part of every year because normally they don't release their games that way. That's usually at the end of the year you've heard Randall Thor specifically talk about that. And that's something that I hope changes. But here's here is where we get into the adult conversation. Uh, Microsoft does not have enough shows. That's a fact. Okay, we see Nintendo and Sony, market leaders in their own rights, do anywhere between four and six shows per year. Right now, depending on you know, I'm assuming that the, the mileage may vary based on whether you like State of Play, whether you loathe it, whether you like the Treehouse event that uh, that uh, that uh, Nintendo does. I can't speak for you. I actually like those, and I think that. N- Microsoft is going to find themselves in a position, right, that they literally have so many games that they are going to have to. They're going to be forced to have these multiple shows. I don't think they need to to depend so heavily on Jeff Keighley. I loved. I love what Jeff does. His last couple of shows have been fantastic, and I think that he has upped his game ten times over when it comes to the game awards and Microsoft has done some big things there and that is a big platform. So I'm not saying, you know, uh, pull out of there. Don't go to the Keelys. I'm saying that, you know, give us your 12 month show, give us the, the future of the, of the next 12 months on what we're going to get into Xbox game Pass. So now you're speaking to a plethora of people, Hardcore, middle, and new, and, and, and the normies—you're getting everyone in this show. Everyone's going to say, "Why? Well, I can't believe what's coming to Game Pass. This is great." At the end of the day, though, folks, you gotta sell. You you gotta give back to the hardcore. You gotta sell us on the future. You got to show when you have 34 teams, which is what ultimately they will have under their under their um banner, so to speak. You have to show the future. I, I, and again, maybe I'm being a selfish gamer here. I, I want to know if you're making a banjo. I, I kind of want to know if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything with Killer Instinct. I want to know if you're gonna bring back any of your older IPs that are just sitting dormant. And you can do that with a future games cast. They can make a show. Maybe you use XO to, you know, to to do that. Maybe you take you, you you do your E3 in June, you do your XO in September, and throughout the year, maybe two or three times, you do a state of play kind of a deep dive on a one game. You know, you show contraband, you give us 13 to 15 minutes worth of gameplay footage, you have someone speaking up front, you have someone speaking at the end. The show can go, I don't know, 20 minutes, 21 minutes, and you're in and out. And I think they're gonna have so many games. I mean, like I said. Right now, we know that they have over 30 games in development. 30 games right now. What happens when they get Activision? It's going to be bonkers. You're probably going to have 50-plus games in development. When are they going to show this? Are they just going to sit on their hands or hide in the closet? Well, they need to do something. I want to go first to Mag on this. Mag, this is. I know I'm going to get booed on my yeah. own show for this, and that's fine. I have no problems with that. What do you personally think about the future being
4: removed from the conversation because that's what that's what ultimately happened this june right um i think this was a bit of an experiment to sort of like test the waters as a litmus test to see like how people would react to it or whatever um i do not like the idea of them experimenting with us in that respect as like you know as the fans it's like all right let's just try this and see how the fans react They could have just released a poll, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? (laughs) As opposed to, like, just doing the show and say, let's make the show experimental and see how they react. Um, I think that that was a bit of a mistake. Now, I don't really mind as much. See, hold on. There's got to be a balance. This is what I'm trying to get at. This is going to be hard for me to sort of, like, spit out and, you know, uh, make sense of everything I'm trying to say here. I don't mind the 12-month thing because, let's face it, I don't have a time machine, so I'm not going to play anything beyond that. It's I'm only going to play what's in front of my face. So within that 12 months, like, see like people were asking me like just about a week ago. I got a ton of DMS about all kinds of stuff. And one of the things are like Maggie excited for Starfield. I'm like, no. And they're like, what? And I said, because it's not coming up for another 11 months. Not because the game is bad. Nobody knows that the game could be the, uh, the game of the year. I'm saying I'm not excited for it because I'm not going to be playing it for at least another 11 months. I got a whole lot of other stuff I'm going to be doing between now and then. I'll start getting excited when it comes down to, like, two weeks or three weeks from release or whatever else, right? And they have, like, those launch trailers, and that's when you start getting excited, right? Because you know it's something tangible. It's in front of you. It's basically going to be in your hands. Um, Now, the other games that they did show, like the ones that I really liked, like the High on Life, Plague Tale, all that kind of stuff, right? I know I'm going to be playing those within a few months. So I'm I'm actually a little bit, you know, more uh, excited. There's a little bit more anticipation because, you know, you blink twice especially when you get older. You blink you blink twice and a couple of months just like disappearing you like that, right? So that there's that. However, however, there's got to be a balance. And you're right, boom, I agree with you 100% that you have to also cater to the people who got you here. You have to cater to the people who stuck with you yep. through that Xbox One generation and all that other crap that we had to put up with and everything else. Okay, we're still here. Yeah, and we're still buying those consoles. We are on this podcast talking about your product. I have no stake. I have no stake in this. Okay, other than just I enjoy playing in the ecosystem or whatever else, right? Uh, but the thing, like, I, I'm not part of the company. I don't work for Microsoft. <laughs> you know, but the thing is. Yes, they do have to throw us a bone once in a while, but here's the reason why. Now, once again, I know some people don't like that I do this, but too bad because you know why? Because it makes sense. You have to look across the pond and look at what your competitor is doing. I understand that Microsoft's competitors are Apple and Google and Amazon, but Xbox's competitor, no matter what you say, will always be the Sony PlayStation. Sony PlayStation's playbook has worked pretty goddamn good so far, hasn't it, guys? And it has, I mean, yeah, okay, sure maybe lately been. they're not doing as, maybe they're not doing as great right now. They're a little bit falling behind. Fine. But overall, they have been the dominant force since they released the PS1. There is no denying it. I understand, like, Nintendo, the Wii, and all that kind of stuff, right? But the thing is, though, that, that almost seems like a different market. I'm talking about the PlayStation. Say uh, the PlayStation and Xbox sort of rivalry that's been going on for about 20 plus years, right? So you look at that situation, they've been dominating the, you know, whatever. Even the 360 era guys at the end of the day, actually PlayStation quietly did very well. They basically almost went neck and neck with them anyway, by the end of the generation anyhow. The point is this, Sony knows how to sell the sizzle, okay? Without the steak, they still sell the sizzle and people buy it. People eat it up. The people love it. And why is because their marketing is really, really good. And the thing is they sell you on hope. They sell you on smoke and mirrors. Let's face it. A lot of it is bull crap, but like, but at the same time, they're selling you on the hope and they're selling you on the future. If you look at situations, like for example, now here, that just hear me out for a second. And this is why I'm bringing this up. You look at uncharted four was announced five years before the game came out. Okay. And then they finally started showing like pictures of it, this and that. Then it got delayed three times or whatever, right? And then by the end of the day, it ended up being five years. Last of Us 2 was six years before they, from when they announced the game, from when they showed it. Did it lose any steam whatsoever? Not really. Nope. it divided some people because and, and maybe it did, and it didn't sell so well or whatever I mean while well, 10 million is not is considered not well when you have 140 million consoles in the wild that's actually not very good however the thing is is that they were still selling it the th- God of War same thing remember when they announced God of War uh even Ragnarok you know coming 2020 uh, 2020 or whatever the hell it was we all laughed because we are 2021 we all laughed because we knew it wasn't gonna happen. Now we're into 2022. We don't even know if it's coming out this year 100. Not not 100 sure, right? So it's been a couple of years. The point is, the thing is, at the end of the day, the reason why I'm bringing those things up is because those games at at the at the end, even if they announce them five or six years down the line, they've all been game of the year contenders. Yep. And that is the that is the key. Yes, they sell the sizzle. Yes, they sell the hope. Yes, they've got they don't have the game in front of you, and they might show it years out. But when it does come out. They have a track record of game of the year contenders almost every single time. It's like 98% of their games so are oh yes,
1: yes. Can I, can, I, can I be, even though I agree with you, can I be devil's advocate on you of for course. just a minute and, and let you continue? Your point that you've made is absolutely true. But because you've made your point that way, doesn't that also then tell you why Microsoft doesn't play the same game? because exactly as you're describing right now they have earned the the competitor has earned the political capital and they spend yeah. it wisely every year they give you that e3 of dreams they they point to the sky and they say one day we'll be there and you'll be <laughs> there with them because right. they've they've earned that from you Looks listen to what you say it'll be five years and then eventually it shows up and it, it lives up to its dreams microsoft has tried that multiple times and when they try it, people complain when they first do it, they complain when they don't see it for five years, and then they complain when the game comes out and it's incomplete, they can't follow the same game. They, as I've seen, or as right. I think they've seen, they are not able to play the same game, that Sony's But why? Game but, but when they play the game that they themselves are good at, they excel, meaning they're able to sell consoles without even having games. Fair enough, what they're doing seems to be what they can do best, but it seems like whenever they play the competitor's game, which you're absolutely right at, which we were all cultivated in because we grew up in gaming and who owned gaming all this time PlayStation. So they've defined the terms, right? And they're damn good at it. So I think because because of everything you're saying now i think that is most likely the reason why they'd rather take their ball and go home because they've realized that if they do do that and they take their ball and go home they're able to succeed by going around the beast rather than trying to play the beast's game but they can never win at that game
4: you're 100% right, too. But here's the thing. You've got the tools and the weapons to get it done as well. Yeah. Why they have the resources, it? man. They have resources. They do. Yeah. Resources.
1: But, but like, what does this tell movies? you? It tells you money isn't everything because they have all no, the no, money in the world everything. and they keep falling flat on their faces in, in certain instances. I actually right?
4: feel like it's more of a work culture reason. Actually, possibly to you, yeah to possibly. tell you the truth mm-hmm. cuz i have a i have a distinct feeling that the sony uh, the sony brass don't put up with any crap from their employees in terms of they're like listen this is going to be the best game you've ever made or it's the last game you're ever going to make. I have a feeling <laughs> there's more of that going on at Sony than there yeah, is at Microsoft. More
1: yeah. Yeah. Understood.
4: Where like they give you a balloon and a badge for Microsoft just for showing up to work. Like I, I kind of feel like that's kind of like where it goes. The anyway, participation
0: tra- uh, yeah, uh, like,
4: award uh, may be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of silly. But like, anyway, I'm just being foolish. But at the same time, here's the thing. I also see like where you uh, to your point, Asante, I'm looking at the situation. remember that movie Swingers? I don't know if everybody remembers it. It's like they're talking about they're talking about John Favreau and is like, look at that girl over there and whatever else. And they're like, you're like a grizzly bear with these big claws, and there's a little bunny over there, and you can't even kill the bunny with these big claws, and you don't know what to do with them. Microsoft are those giant big claws. And their competitors are the bunnies in the corner. They have the money, the power, the credit to turn out your lights. But they don't, and I mean, not that they want to turn out your lights. They need a competitor in the field, right? Because everybody benefits in the end. But, my God, they can play the same game. And they have the resources to play the same game. And, and I just don't understand how they can't execute. That's the thing at the end of the day. You had Halo worked for years and years and years and years and years. And Infinite is an incomplete I mean, it's it plays well, but I mean, if you look at the grand scheme of it, it is utterly ridiculous how this game it's is been, not, it put not put together in the
1: form it is right now. 100% it is so
4: that, yeah. absolutely sad. That they yeah. can't get this together. And, I, like, there is, I, I just don't understand it. Like, they have, like I said, they have the resources, the R&D. They have more R&D at Microsoft than Tony Stark does in the Avengers Tower. Okay? <laughs> they have stuff we can't even dream of yet. And you're telling me you can't put a like the game together? Come on, guys. Like, I mean, it's so, I mean, I'm not saying it's simple. But, I mean, if they can do it, the other guys can do it, the, then, then Xbox can do, can do it, and that's but where. Also, like, remember
1: I was, what you said, yes. Mag. Some of the reason for that is just exactly as you described, because, like, it doesn't seem like Xbox is earning their bread by making games, but it does seem like PlayStation is earning their bread by making games. Well, if their it, game goes yeah. sour, people don't eat, so the pressure is on to make it exactly Absolutely. what it needs to be. And that's not whereas a good on thing. Xbox. You know, and I've said this to Everborn, but we've had this conversation before. You're absolutely right. You know, because they have endless resources, they can shoo away some bad habits, right? Uh, I, I've said this, uh, and I think I've said this on the show as well. You know, if you look at their past marketing that ended up to delays, no one's denying that a delay is a good thing in the, in the long run, but they have a AAA budget game worth of, Doritos ads and and uh, fruit drinks that end up yeah. going nowhere because, oh yeah, the game got delayed a year. If you actually calculated all that money, and I'm sure some bean counter at Microsoft has those numbers, we never will, but it's probably worth a AAA game budget worth a faux pause there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just because you have the ability to, to write that off and, and eat that cost, does not mean we don't get to criticize you for why you keep doing that same stupid thing that you guys keep doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I don't. I, don't, I, I do exactly. hear you on that 100%.
4: Yeah. And like the other thing is, like, I look at some of those studios, like, I look at some of like even like Sony. I mean, let's face it, Sony's not suffering. Okay. But at the same time, if it wasn't for play, my PlayStation, they'd be in a bad spot, if not already gone by now. And let's yep, face exactly. it, how did Rocky Balboa lose to Clubber Lang? Because Clubber Lang had to win that fight because otherwise he wasn't going to be able to pay his rent. Because he was in a that's tough right. spot. And Rocky was the one standing there like this, taking pictures with girls instead of training. Okay? Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. He was hungry. Clubber Lang was hungrier. And that's why he exactly won. Exactly
1: the point. Exactly. Right? And point. that's
4: the yeah. way I look at it. Sorry, I had to bring up Rocky Three uh, reference. Uh, shout out to Thunderlips, hey, by the way. Hulk it works Hogan. great. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's that. Now, here's the thing. One last thing I want to say about selling hope. Look at that. And, like, boom, I'm going to bring you in this, on this about the PSVR. Do you remember the Sony State of Play? A lot of people were like, you know, like like poo-pooing the whole thing because, oh, it's just third-party games. Okay, you're right. But you know what that show did to me? It sold me on a PSVR 2 day one. Yeah. Because those games that they showed on the PSVR 2, I'm like, oh my God, I want these games right now. I want that PSVR 2 instantly. Actually, shout out to Noof Nukem. He messaged me right after, like five minutes after the show ended, and he said, I'm selling my Oculus Quest 2 and I'm gonna put the money towards a PSVR two. Yeah. He goes, that was absolute fire.
0: Well, okay. there's a there's a rumor that Half-Life
4: Alex is gonna be a uh, lot. Not a rumor, it's it's fact now. Oh, there you go. Yep. Okay. It's going, it's going there. A port is going to the PSVR two. Um now see the thing is, what did they do? Boom. No release dates. We don't know when the hell this thing comes out, no price. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. But what did they do? They sold two hardcore Xbox guys to go buy that PSVR 2 day one. Myself and Noof Nukem will both uh, be lined three, up.
0: Because I'm right there. I'm right one.
4: there. And there you go, three. And most and, and Asante, almost guaranteed, is going to have that PSVR 2 on that beautiful display of his in that house, which I really love. By the way, I still can't get out of my head that shelf. It's so perfect. Um, Thank you, sir. I I'm going to see that. it all there. Right? <laughs> I'm going to see it all there. And that's why it works. Oh, yeah. Okay? And now the thing is, at the end of the day, it's the consistency. And the consistency is key. Yes, I brought it up earlier in the show. Xbox won the 2021 Publisher of the Year. There was consistency for that six months there. And then all of a sudden, Halo Infinite dropped. It wasn't bad. I had a great time with the campaign. I had a great time with multiplayer. But it wasn't everything that it was supposed to be and everything else. And look at it now. Seven months later, and we're still like... So, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so, you know, and stuff like that. And then, of course, no first party and whatever else. The problem is consistency. So that the idea is that when and if Microsoft does decide to give us a glimpse into the future, people will be looking forward to it instead of looking at it side-eyed. And that is the key. They need to be consistent so that it gets into people's heads that Microsoft or that Xbox releases consistently good product. And then people will not doubt it anymore. But that's the, like I said, the thing is Sony has constantly and continuously sold us good quality products. And that's why when someone says, oh, there's a Sony first party coming out, nobody questions if it's going to be good. That's the the fact. I'm just saying that's the general consensus from the public. Everybody assumes instantly it's going to be good, right? And that's because they have a pedigree of a past. This wow. is where Xbox has got to clean that up, and then they got to look at that, and they get and they got to be able to do that consistently for years. And then, like I said, then people won't question it anymore. And then every time someone says, "Yo, Xbox is showing a game that's coming out in like like th- probably three or four years," but man, I can't wait to get my hands on that. And yeah. that's what they need. And that so I think it's a balance of showing us what we're gonna get for twelve months, and then you're gonna have to consistently put out good product, and also then give us glimpses into the future once you've got the confidence of the of the consumers.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and and again, it's there, there's gonna come a point where they're gonna have too many games, literally too many games, not to show future games. Like you know, if if you just if you look at what next year, next June's E3, whatever it is you're gonna call it, is gonna be they're gonna have Activision in the bag, so they're gonna have to show Call of Duty, uh, potentially. They're gonna have to show. Uh, what, what, what's going on with those studios. They're going to have to show. And, and again, I, I, I said this before and I'll, and I, I want to reiterate it last year's show was a 10 out of 10. They showed us games coming out in the future with some CG stuff. And they showed us a bunch of games coming out at the end of the year and the beginning of this year. And that, I think they delivered 10 out of 10 show. They over they always seem to over course correct because controversy you've never heard me say damn that CG trailer really just ruined it for me why why didn't we get gameplay because gameplay wasn't ready so they showed something and it was and it was a CG trailer and you know what it sold me on hey this game is going to come out and it's going to be dope I, I I can you can build hype off of off of a CG trailer uh, or cgi trailer versus just Hey, because I, I, there was somebody in the chat, and I, I forgot who it was. He says that he's okay with the 12 months, seeing what's coming for the 12th month. Anything more than that, you're being greedy. I mean, I hear you. Then maybe I'm being greedy. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm being a, a, you know, a, a, an entitled gamer, as they call it. Uh, I, I don't honestly know. Um, but I, I listen, it's worthy of a conversation. If they want to continue with the 12-month, thing that's awesome and next year's 12 month story is going to be a lot better than this month's this year's 12 month story because they we know that they have five big games coming out in the first half of that 12 months. We don't know what's going to be coming out on the back end of those six months, right? And I'm sure we could get a holiday game like a Hellblade. We could get a holiday game like a Valve. We we don't know, right? We we don't know. I would like for them to tell us if in fact that is the case crispy let's let's bring you in on the conversation here what are your thoughts on microsoft not currently having enough shows are we on to something are we in are being entitled gamers or do you want to see them potentially pull out uh you know a state of play esque for xbox or a treehouse event like doing what nintendo
3: does to great success Boom! I kind of brought this up last week. Remember? Yep. I, I mean, do we want that? And and that's why I, I was legitimately asking that to the you know every gamer in the chat and everything else last week. And I'll ask it again: Do we want a state of play? I say it, I'm I'm for it. But the thing is, and, and this is where I break it down in my head at this point. I gave this year's a little lesser of the score. I got wowed a lot more last year, but we all came out of that and gave it really good scores last year but we all just about said we wanted more gameplay now what does gameplay require that requires the game to be nearly done okay so they went about it probably more than we wanted but at the end of the day i still gave it a 9 because i was like they kind of did what i wanted you know um and that requires them to have the game nearly done so twelve months makes total sense. So I, I look at this and I say, we, "We got we got a lot of things okay, we'll to think about." You know, we, we got a lot of things to think about, and it's maybe um, we, there we It's have a little 40 interesting
0: after the show. Have a snack. I boom. mean, we can have a if boom, you want. Boom, we can have a, something uh, afterwards and put on the, the movie. Okay.
3: Boom! You, are, boom! You weren't muted.
0: Mute. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, poor poor Continue. Mrs. Boom wasn't feeling good. I was just checking on her. I thought I was muted. All right. Anyway, that's real
3: life, folks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, real is. life. Um, the fact is, is that there's there's a lot to think about. Do we want state of play style games? I say go for it. And and I'm not I'm not talking like you know this show where you add a bunch of other stuff. No, one game. So. You know, go to January, you're going to release it in March, you know, Starfield. Give us another state of play style thing. You know I mean? Call it whatever you want. I don't care. You know what I mean? And and do that and say it's just about Starfield. And, you know, because there's so many gaming podcasts, everything else, if, if it looks good, if it looks the way it should, way we expect, and, and you know, you, you break it down really well, we are going to praise it. You know what I'm saying? And then that gives us a talking point up until it comes out rather than, you know, going almost a year later, and, and then we're talking about it again, and we don't have really anything there in front of us. now. Not to say they won't put a tweet out, something like that, a little gameplay here and there. No, 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 You can do a little show real quick. So I'm for that. I really am. But how do you go about the, the, the showcase? Because we don't want that to go away. You know what I mean? We want that E3 style. You mix them up. You do what you did last year and add a little more gameplay. You know what I'm saying? You, you added too, maybe too much gameplay this time. Okay, find that balance. That's what I ask you. Because, you know, like, once it got the horizon, you know, at last year, we were like, oh, this is good. We like this gameplay. You know what I'm saying? And and that was where we were kind of like, oh, we could have used a little more from, from some of these other games. So you, you just got to find that balance, the, the future, you know, the, the, the far future and the near future. And and I think if they do that, I think they could deliver something really special that will, like, blow, blow gamers' heads off. At the end of the day... This this show was well received. It was actually for some people way better than last year, and I have no problem with that because they are looking for gameplay. Most of those games are coming into Game Pass. They are like my dollar is is looking real good right now. You know what I'm saying? And and I I paid three hundred dollars for a console, and I got you know a Plague Tale coming soon, and I got all these eventually tomorrow. (laughs) You know you know what I'm saying? I I got all these other games that are that are trickling in. Mm. You know. they showed, if you didn't watch the, the other uh, showcase, you know, the extended, I mean, that little stalker two snippet, they voiced it over. So it's it's not in um, Ukrainian. Right. They voiced it. Uh, that made me super excited. I'm sorry. Like, because I, I just don't want to sit there and read. Like, I'm sure there's going to be reading parts, but as long as, like, there's more voicing than than just, you know, uh, a different language, I don't understand. I'm sorry. I I don't. You know, I barely learned Spanish when I was a kid. I'm sorry. You know, like, um, so it's it's one of those things. Like, it made me more excited, and it might have been the simplest little thing. But now I'm like, oh, I can play this game. Like, even if I have to read something, I'm good with that. I just I can't be reading the whole time. You know what I'm saying? So whatever they did, I I you know I kudos them for that. So I mean, they've shown like little tidbits of stuff, but I feel like some of these games actually really deserve like their own little you know 15 minutes. I absolutely agree. You know what I'm saying? What, what what
0: I I've said this before, and, and you know something, so the, the, Matt Booty was quoted in saying at the event that they literally have so many games coming, right? That they're having trouble, you know, setting up when they're going to release. And he he's probably he's probably right. I mean, no one knows more than than he does. But here's the thing, onto what you're saying, Crispy, you're making a whole lot of sense. There are going to be games that deserve. Their own little spotlight, you you know, and, and what they've done to great success is for two years running, they had a secondary show. Now, this year's show wasn't as good as last year's show. This this, but this show was good. I I quite I quite enjoyed it. We covered it live. Um, but the truth of the matter is this, folks. When you see these games starting to pile up. I don't want to see a smaller studio that has something super special get its lunch eaten by a big AAA 50, you know, $50 million or $500 million game. And Microsoft can, can remedy that by simply having enough shows that everyone gets the shine. Everyone gets the spotlight.
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's something, there we go. Xbox spotlight.
0: Yeah, Bro, that's stalker too. You know.
3: Xbox Spotlight Starfield. There you go.
0: Yeah, good stuff. There
3: you go. Did we, did we sell it to you? I mean, somebody from Xbox is watching. Come on, come on. Xbox Spotlight, you know, just put the name of the game. Bam, done. All right. 15 minutes, mostly gameplay, explaining the game. You know, some of the, the new elements, maybe if it's a sequel, stuff like that. Go into that. Use your showcases, showcase, give us future, near future. Do it the way you did last year. A little more gameplay. You know but not not just going 12 months because we understand a game's gotta be able to be ready to be shown in gameplay so you know find that happy medium please because <laughs> you have you're so close you're like it really like I'm looking at it I'm like I'm like dude like you could literally make the perfect show every time if you just find this formula and and whatever formula that is and it works just stick to it please no matter yeah. what anybody says <laughs> yeah
0: no I, I I absolutely agree like I said it's Last year's show was perfection. And this year's show, pretty good. Like I said, we're going to be eating good, especially if you're a Game Pass subscriber. But, you know, they, they definitely need to find that, that perfect, uh you know, line where they're not tipping off to the left too much or tipping off to the right where they got. And, again, they can broad stroke it if they want. They could easily give the hardcore what we want, but also bring in the normies, bring in the casual gamers who only buy a box for a Call of Duty or a FIFA or a Madden or an NBA 2K, whatever. Uh, let's, okay, so let's bring you into the conversation here. Uh, but before I do, Sir X-Man drops a $2 super chat uh, and says, Microsoft thinks far too into the future. I mean, I guess I—I I, I don't think they think they—they they, 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 thinking into the future is one thing. Letting me look behind the curtain to see—that's what I want. And, and if I'm greedy for it, then so be it. Gamer by choice drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says Jane Forster Thor is coming to Marvel's Avengers. Oh wow, really? They're still wow. That's cool. That yeah. is pretty cool uh, that they're still updating that game. That—that's that, pretty dope actually. Thanks for the super chat and gamer by choice. Thank you for the info. Okay, we've had many, many talks about this. Where where does Microsoft need to draw the line? Because, again, they overcomplicate what I feel to be very simple. You give us some CG trailers, whether that's a separate show or in the same show, and you can still finite it way by saying, hey, Game Pass subscribers, you're going to be eating good for the next 12 months because x y and z what 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 are your 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 thoughts on this
1: um i don't disagree with you guys that that there could have been a better solution than the solution that they presented right there wasn't there was a better solution there was an easier solution but you know although i don't necessarily agree with their solution i do understand why they are that once bitten twice shy type situation that they're in right now because we've seen them specifically them be raked over the coals for this exact same thing mm. right they, they have, there's history a lot of history now obviously context matters you know they didn't have the resources at the time papa microsoft hadn't opened up the wallet like they had now all that stuff right but still the the raking over the coals still is the same and to this day people will continue to ask where the hell is Scalebound?" right these are the things that dog them constantly so when you say hey we want more cg trailers they go no you don't (laughs) no you don't maybe mr boomstick does but the large swath of the of the world that's like stop with the damn cg trailers we want to see some gameplay it's hard man and honestly 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 i think they're kind of in this specific scenario i honestly think that they're kind of they're using the trope that you've used against them to kind of be self-fulfilling right now. They don't want to show you the future because they've been bitten one too many times. Yeah. So, so instead of instead of going, "All right, we'll 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 get out of our comfort zone and give them what they want," they're going to go, "Oh, we're overcorrecting. It's what we do, right? We overcorrect, right?" But guess what? Every 12 months, they've already pulled the, they've already ripped the 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 band-aid off. It's mm-hmm. done now. It's done now. Right, And what, what, what do they inherently get by sticking to this 12-month uh, scenario? They no longer have to play the game as we all know it. Right? In 2001 is when they joined this game. Yes, they have a, they have a franchise that, that predates the 70s. But still, in earnest, Microsoft didn't join gaming till 2001 with the console. Right? Before then, they were on the outskirts of it. With the console, they joined 2001. And before that time, who has been laying ground? Who has been establishing themselves first? It was Nintendo. Then it was Gen- Then it was Sega. Then mm-hmm. it was uh, Sony. And they've all been following this exact playlist that we are talking about today. All of them have been following this playlist, right? And when they do, many succeed, some fail, and that's what that's what separates the the, the, the winners from the losers. You know, talk to Sega about that, right? <laughs> what what Microsoft is trying to do right now is they're going. Oh, console sales is how we judge things? Well, we're done being judged by those metrics. Those are old outdated metrics. We've moved on. Cloud. Oh, so the the whole idea of being in the console game is selling the pony show to the hardcore and then trying to live up to it for the next five years? Screw that. We're not doing that anymore because we win whenever we just do what we do, and we lose when we do what is expected of us. Which is what, the, what the, the groundwork that's been laid by Nintendo and by Sega and by Sony. And they've learned to do it. Well, Microsoft cannot do it. Well, they try, they fail. They just can't, but that doesn't mean they lose because that's not the only way to win, right? right? They discovered that, that, Hey, the platform doesn't have to be the plastic box. You don't even have to buy it anymore. That's a thing that they discovered before then the status quo was you buy my box, you buy my games. You have my box you have my games you have my box yet if you don't have my box you don't have my games and now all of a sudden that's blown out wide open so as much as i'm with you and i'm i'm with the the gaming the, the the hardcore gaming contingent when i say i want them to play the established game well right because we want that competition i want their version of that well i do understand that they may not ever be capable of playing that game well And if, and as long as it leads to new innovations, like, Hey, now we have X cloud game pass. We have all these other things that all came from them going, you know what? We're not playing the established game anymore. Let's go off the beaten path and do what we do best. Right. That's what brought these initiatives all about that. We now love so much. So if them not playing the, the let's, let's, let's you know play do the and when i say the pony show i just mean the song and dance i don't mean right. he, the jordan pony derogatory yeah, of course <laughs> please yes. forgive me i'm <laughs> that not, was i don't fantastic. mean i don't mean the Mag pony no <laughs> no no that was that the was pony great show <laughs> that was great you know they don't want to play that game anymore because they will lose at that game sony's always better at that game right yeah they're always better at that game they can sell you on right it wasn't even at the sony show when you learned that the next final fantasy that's not going to be on xbox is going to be a playstation exclusive they can't reproduce that magic they just can't what are they going to do who are they going to pay to be like oh the next name your amazing game is coming directly to xbox nobody does that but still on the sony side when there's another show going on that has nothing to do with that first party they are still getting w's from third parties that's a sony thing that can only do because sony has earned the political capital they can spend it whenever they want you know what i mean they get to be the way they are because they've earned that microsoft yeah. gets get, gets to either play the game and, and 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 exceed at it or they get to decide you know what we're not going to exceed at this game so let's just circumvent them and that's what i think they're doing now you know do i think it's great not today i don't but I do commend them for trying to do something different because every time they've tried to do something different it's led to very interesting innovations in this space and I hope this does as well you know uh, uh I hate to say it but i'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm reserving ultimate judgment on whether this was a good move or not until after I see it the next round you know right now yeah. I'm just kind of weary game pass will be great there's a bunch of games to play you know this is not their main show and we've like you said we've even heard people talking about you know the uh uh many of their leadership going, hey, we don't even know how to announce many of these games. Yeah, because they have not been announcing any games, right? So as far as, quickly to your question as to, do they need more shows? A hundred percent they need more yeah. shows. One hundred percent. And I think they know that. Because what are they gonna do? They're gonna compound the name even further. It went from the Xbox showcase to the Xbox Bethesda showcase, that will be the Xbox Bethesda <laughs> Activision Blizzard King showcase. Forget about it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it'll be ridiculous. I honestly foresee a world where when the integration is complete you will see a game pass mobile showcase which will be probably led by king alpha dog all their mobile developers you will see a blizzard showcase you know what i'm saying like they will have to start carving them out because each property has so such many many subcategories yeah right Mm -hmm. so many different properties to it so at that point then you'll probably start seeing them define it a bit better. Right? So the E3 like will just be for the 12 months. And this can be for this uh, this contingent of hardcore. And that other conference can be that for that contingent of hardcore where more can be brought out because at that point, they're speaking to you and me rather than that Keeley show or the the E3 like show where they're speaking to the broad audience that's excited about the next version of, of Minecraft. You know what I'm saying? Like they're speaking to different audiences. I, I just think they decided to speak to the 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 e3 crowd a little early and we're all left kind of just like you know a little hurt by the fact that hey we brought y'all here y'all y'all don't remember us you know that's that's where i think we're going right now but it'll be no, okay no know.
0: i i think we're all going to be okay but you know I, I, and dutch let's bring you in on the conversation one of the things that we have seen uh their brass specifically aaron greenberg uh do for a show like this is days before sometimes even a week before he will say, "Hey, man, temper your expectations because this is what we're showing, right? That didn't happen." So, to 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 use uh, uh Asante's term, we all thought that they were going to throw the kitchen sink at this thing, for the simple fact that they had two really big bad news uh, drops in the form of delays. Not cancellations. This is games are simply delayed. They need more time. Okay. No problem. I have a lot to play. I'm disappointed, sure. But they we got what we got. And we got a lot of really great looking games. A lot of great every one of those games are coming into Xbox Game Pass. And that's awesome. But I'm I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are, Dutch, about the the future, the future games cast. I'm not saying they have to they have to follow Sony's playbook. They don't. They, they are walking to their own drum and they are doing it, doing it to great success. But at the same time, just putting your hands in your pocket and not letting us see the future when that's something that you've done for years out of out of the blue kind of does sour some people. I'm not saying I'm soured. I'm saying that I like knowing what we're going to get for 12 months. I think that's awesome. But I also want to know what's past there. What's What's beyond that
2: reef? What are your thoughts on this, Dutch? Yeah, um, specifically around this show, for me personally, and again, these are all personal opinions, for me personally, I think this year didn't work to the same effect because I think the lack of output in 2022 really shone at the forefront there. And I think people, what people were looking for was what was Microsoft's reaction. And High On Life is it looks fantastic yeah, as a 2022 wait. title um really can't can't wait for that it's high on my most anticipated list now yep um however um is high on life the the big system seller for this year mm, probably not um is plague tail your big system seller for this year as much as we're all high, happily looking forward to it probably not nope um there's the the thing is, is again, they didn't correct 2022. What I think probably would have worked a little bit better for this show specifically is 18 months. If they showed the remainder of what's coming into the game past 2022, yes, we don't have anything remaining for this year from our first party. However, here's a look at everything that's coming out in 23. And then 23's E3 showcase, whatever you want to call it, then focus on the 12 month. I think that would have been fine because we know 23, 24, 25, 26, there's so many games that they can showcase that will be ready to release, as Matt has stated. He's got a, an issue finding dates uh, or when to place any of these games, because there's so many. So if that is the case, then 23, 24 and beyond, 12 Month is going to work perfectly fine, because there's going to be an abundance of first party to show off. However, that's not to say I think every 12 Month showcase should remain only solely 12 Month. I think within these 12 month showcases if you're showcasing 30 games or 32 games if as they've done this year maybe it's a bit more if you include all of the indies and things like that as well have three or four of these cgi far out trailers what's that going to do to the to the to the harm of things if you're talking about here's x amount of games coming out in the next 12 months mm-hmm. and at the tail end of the show you go and here's a he a look to our future and there's like three four ge- like trailers of, of things that they're working on that are, are far out and they can't really say much more about at that time i think that is a perfect happy medium going forward um but i think will that be this... exclusive dutch come on it might be
1: exclusive and then they're trying doesn't... to avoid oh, this you know <laughs> this, this, this this
2: third part of we've said this on countless occasions now Countless occasions when it comes to third party, I don't care if everybody gets to play it as long as if, if right, it's the in exclusive as Game Pass. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's as good as it's as good as an exclusive as an Xbox person wants, to be honest. If if they get that game and they don't have to fork out for it, that is a win. Um, and specifically if it's a game that was never high on their priority list and all of a sudden it's in Game Pass, you go, Okay, now I'm definitely gonna buy it, or I'm definitely gonna pick it up, I'm definitely gonna try it. And a lot of those occasions, people try it for a bit, and they go, yep, I'm going to buy it. Because they know third-party games never stay in the service forever. It's only first-party games that do that. So that entices more people to buy these third-party games and try them. Like, for instance, I, I had Battlefield 2042 on pre-order, and when I had played the alpha and then played the beta, it was shocking. So I cancelled the pre-order, and I'm glad I did, because right now they still haven't fixed that game. And they still haven't put in the effort to solve the game's issues. And this is the thing that it, Game Pass, for instance, will prevent people from forking out anything from a 70 to 100 pounds on some of these games yeah. that come out from third party teams, not just first party, third party that release in a state that isn't what it should be and it saves them money. But at the same time, they also got to experience that game. And if they want to then make the decision to purchase it further down the line, they know what to expect. Um, with that in mind, future shows or how many shows they should do a year. Listen, we've we've all had the misfortune of watching the ID at Xbox showcases over the last two years. Um, they have and still need to refine that, and they need to get that away from Twitch. and yes. Focus on doing that in house yep. because Twitch have not done a great uh, a great testament. To ID developers with that showcase, it's always far too long-winded. Um, you're talking four hours um, with something like seventy to hundred games, and then the kind of the much smaller ones they spend fifteen to twenty minutes talking about. Um, on multiple occasions, on on both of the ID Xbox showcases, the hosts of the show have got the names of these ID games wrong or the developers wrong. Um, they it's, it's honestly, it's just not well produced. And I think, first of all, if you're getting, you're, I'm talking about highlighting indie developers in the, in the correct manner. Um, I think if they refined the idea at Xbox Showcase into a smaller contingent, so even if you're saying like another two hour showcase that's highlighting 70 games, it can be done. Like if, I, if I'm able to put in by myself with a hand of a, a couple of uh, people from the community, um, obviously, these awesome guys on this panel kind of chipped in with the, with their their picks, etc. for a showcase that I put together and, and has now accumulated over 17,000 views from one person with only fifty. Well-deserved, brother. Yeah.
0: Well, well-deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. And we
2: put 75 games on there. We did wow. game giveaways. We got Aaron Greenberg involved. If I can do that, Xbox can do much better than that. Yes, he they can. Much, much better. And the yeah. only reason I created it in the first place is because I didn't think the ID at Xbox Showcase was doing what it should have done in the first place. It wasn't highlighting the ID games as it should have been. It wasn't just a focus on, look at these games. For us, when we presented that show and we've got all the guys in there, it was a case of introduce yourself, introduce your picks, let's get into the gameplay. And that's yeah. what it should be about. Let's have a look at these games, have a look at this gameplay. These are all, This is when they're coming out. And then at the end of the show... I had I even managed to get things that are still early in development and haven't been seen before like he's a teaser for things to come
4: yeah that all mm-hmm.
2: are well in the future and that's what ID at Xbox should be if you're talking about these hidden gems and and really highlighting these little experiences that's what ID should be so they've already got two shows they've got your your e3 you've got your ID at Xbox but the problem is people forget ID at Xbox because it's far too long-winded and people just have have stopped caring about it. One of them, I remember two years ago, we all watched the, the Xbox showcase, and everybody was like, I think we all stopped about three hours into the four hours. And yeah, hours. I was like, I, I, I
0: tapped out after two hours.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, done. Done, because it was just, that they were taking breaks and drink breaks and things every two minutes, and it was like, what is this? With like, five-minute drink breaks and snack breaks and things? It was like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> That's why games don't get developed
4: on time anymore. (laughs) Sorry. back, Get back to work, folks! Are you saying that
0: because I keep going out for lattes every two
4: hours, it's a problem, boss? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Elon Musk said, get back to work or you're fired. That's how you do it.
2: Exactly. No, but in all seriousness, they just need to refine that a little bit more so they have two shows. The problem is there's a lot of people forget about ID at Xbox because, unfortunately it's handed over Twitch to look after. Yeah. And if good. I think it was in, in, in done in-house into the same level of, of um, should we say quality that the first party, sh- well, we say first party, but the same level of quality that the the Xbox Bethesda showcase is done by, then you'd have a lot more people tuning into that, far more people tuning into that and far more people hyped for what's to come. This is a, this is a look to the future of ID at Xbox and all of the awesome indie creators that we've got working with our teams. And not, we've we've even seen Phil Spencer mention that they're working with over 200 um, Asian studios. So, well, I mean, where, where were they represented at all in both ID at Xbox or at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase? If 200 mm-hmm. studios you're working with out in within Asia, just Asia alone, that's not including India, who's also we've got a whole bunch of developers over there that are working for content for Xbox. None of these were represented, and that's that's another thing. So they've got two shows. What they need to have, really, I think, and we know that at the Keeleys, we're probably going to get Hellblade in for because it seems to be cemented to that. Thanks to Santé for for proving that point there. Uh, <laughs> hey, I didn't put it into the universe. I'm sorry. Damn <laughs> you! <laughs> Not that I didn't want it. Um, I'm still I'm still keeping my fingers crossed that Keeleys will give me a release date for next fall for Hellblade, and that will that will cement the fall '23. Um, I do
1: think you're you're right. If you're gonna get a uh, if you're gonna get a release date, it's yeah. gonna
2: be at the Key at least, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's you know where it is, and that's well, I mean, another the game, thing people say, oh, it, but the show it, the game. Like so. you,
2: things only get things only get shown when gameplay is ready. We've seen gameplay for Hellblade. We have seen the gameplay. It had to be reiterated last year that it was gameplay yeah. several times. No, this was gameplay, that was actual game, it wasn't CGI, it was the game. Yeah. So if that is gameplay, and if they are willing to show gameplay, which looks as good as that is, then it has to be somewhat ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So surely, it, by that logic, Hellblade is somewhere there <laughs> or near. Um. But yeah, it's you've got Key Leaves, you've still got Gamescom, we know Xbox is going to be part of that. To what degree we don't know. Tokyo Game Show, we know they're part of again this year, so it depends on to what instance however i do also agree that smaller bite-sized chunks throughout the year like sony state of play or treehouse live whatever nintendo do these days um i think little things like that kind of highlighting the games that are coming out shortly um or within the year to kind of give them a little bit more of an in-depth gameplay preview before it launches would be very uh, advantageous and successful for xbox if they did that and I don't think they'd lose anything by doing that either. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I think pulling forward the, and, and taking the reins from Twitch and, and looking after ID at Xbox correctly, it would be one key thing for me. Um, but I think if you have a look, and, and again, we don't have anything at the beginning of the year. We've had the tail end of the year with, with the Keleys and Gamescom um, and TGS, but you don't have anything... Anywhere between January and, and June, there's nothing. There's it's absolutely free. And Sony get my smoke as well because Sony outside of releasing the games that were delayed from last year into this year, um plus Returnal, um outside of oh was it Returnal this year? I'm getting, I'm getting probably getting mixed up here. Um, uh, last March, yeah, yeah, March twenty twenty one, yeah, yeah. Um so outside of Horizon Forbidden West etc. this year that were delayed from last year into this year. Um, and still no release date, like you say, for God of War, Corey Barlog. The thing settled that a little bit, or oh, Balrog, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> so I can, ne- I really can never say point. it right, <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit with his comment as well when uh, David Jaff mentioned uh, we still don't have a release, well, still it's probably not releasing in 2021 or oh, sorry, 22. And Corey was like, say what? Um, so I think it's probably still releasing, we just don't have that date yet, so they're probably gonna have. And we're still waiting for their first actual conference of this year. Their first, yeah, which is conference. rumored to be July, which is yep. was what, what we're so, hearing. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. i but again, I'm in the same mind with Sony as well. I think what I've seen from them last year was only CGI trailers of things that are coming out in the future that we don't have dates for. Um, and what we need to see from them is again getting that mix right. Show us what's coming this year, but also shows what's coming in the future. And I don't think Sony's got that right either. Previously, I think they need to to back get that balance right. Um, the third party showcase the other week was great. That was good fun. Yeah, someone actually that mentioned that. Forward. Said uh,
0: I appreciate the Sony State of Play showing me all the Xbox third party games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, it is? what we did get from that as well, though, was that of course we're getting Street Fighter back. That's yes, awesome, yes. and that that's now multiplat again. It showcased PSVR and some first-party PSVR stuff, so even though it was third-party orientated, you did see PSVR there as well, and that yeah. sold a lot of people on that, which is great, even though we still don't have a release date and price tag for PSVR 2, um, which we'll probably see in the actual showcase that they Yeah, do. I would imagine so, yeah. yeah. It's going to have to be, because they're going to have to release a, give a release date for God of War and PSVR 2, Launching up the holiday, um, and I think some of the PSVR games were slated for twenty two. So if that is the case, then PSVR two has to be in this year. Um, so this, yeah, this, I mean, every company is going to be doing their own thing. Xbox, I think they're on the right track. I think it's just this year, twelve month might have been a little bit short sighted. I think going forward, twelve month is going to be the right plan. They're going to have a lot to show off every twelve month from their first party. I just think this year probably would have been a better idea to do 18 month and just stretch it out just that little bit further for this showcase. And in the future, keep it 12 months.
0: Yeah, no, no. It's, I mean, again, this year is going to be a lot different from next year. Next year's 12 months is going to be, I think spectacular because we're also going to get a, what we're seeing in the second half of the year. That's, that's some future stuff. We don't know what what, what next fall is going to be for, um, you know we, know, we have an idea of what Sony's going to have. They're going to have Spider-Man for sure. Spider-Man is rumored, and they said holiday 2023. So that's going to be one of their big ones for sure. Um, I would imagine that Mario Odyssey 2 could potentially be one of those big ones for, for, uh, for, uh, for Nintendo. Uh, they might bookend the year next year, what they did. Uh, the, you know, when uh, switch came out, remember they that 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 one year that when the switch launched, they had uh, launch with launch with Zelda and they closed with Mario Odyssey. I mean, that's that's a bookend this year. Uh, Sony finds himself in, in a pretty good spot to bookend the year, right? Obviously, Gran Turismo, it is what it is, Horizon, it had its bugs, but the game is gorgeous. The game told an amazing story. I'm getting back at it right now. Uh, the the They've patched the hell out of it. Hopefully, I don't have any ridiculous yeah. bugs. But then when you look at the se- second half of the year, well, we already know that Last of Us remake is coming. It is a one-to-one remake. I, I don't know if I can justify you know, s- almost 80 bucks for that game. I, I may just wait for a sale. Uh, the game is great, but it's-, it's literally a one-to-one. It's not like a Resident Evil 4 remake where it's a full remake of the game where it's new scenarios and things. Um, and then if they, God of War, God of War is going to be amazing. I'm sorry to tell you, if you're a Sony hater, I hear you. But God of War has the potential to be really, really good because I love 2018 God of War. Uh, so if they bookend the, the year like that, that's going to be a strong year for, uh, for PlayStation. Not so much for Xbox this year. I mean, Game Pass is going to definitely be the conversation. But again, folks, I- I'm glad we can have this adult conversation where people were actually talking and not getting into their feels about us, you know, Wanting a little bit more of a peek behind the curtain. Uh, They do have to find the balance. Like Dutch said. I think that they will. Uh, But having, having one, only one Xbox show. Meaning where they control the narrative. They control what is being shown. It's just not enough. It is not enough for as many studios they're about to have. But, ladies and gentlemen... That has been your show. First of all, let me apologize. I didn't realize my mic was on. Uh, un- was not muted. That was probably funny to listen to. You don't to. need to apologize, brother. But you listen, it's, it's real life. Mrs. Boom has not been well the entire day. Um, and I got to go tend to her, make sure that she is somewhat better. But listen, folks, thank you so much for being here. We had over 400 people, a lot of new names here that I saw, which is amazing. And if you are finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. I normally do four shows per week uh, and I love it. I don't get bored of it. I still find a time to be a husband, still find a time to do the you know my, my you know the back behind the scenes stuff and actually play games on top of that, which is awesome. Uh, but if you are if you're already here and you're subscribed, please consider hitting the like button if you enjoyed. The conversation. Let's get to the outros. The mag. We'll start with you. We know you got to get out of here for nine o'clock, brother. Yeah. Uh, What What you got going on, man? And and any new videos to talk about?
4: I'm actually funny enough. I'm actually going a little quiet for a while because I'm actually leaving town uh, in uh, in two days. Yeah, I'm so going to I'm be actually, gone for two weeks, right? Yeah, I'm going to be gone for for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so I won't be back till probably the uh, on this show. It'll be I think the second week of July. I'll be back. Okay. Um, the first week of July, I'm I'm going to be missing as well as next week. So, uh, but anyways, yes, I'm going to be a little bit quiet. I know that's very difficult for me. However, um, yeah, uh, I did. I bit. Well, let's face it. Uh, this is the seventh podcast in nine days. Oh, you've that, been busy. Ten days. Yeah, so I've done a lot of shows. I've done done my tour. I've done my world tour, and uh, now it's time to take a little bit of a break. So I'm going to (laughs) take a few weeks off, folks. I will still be on Twitter hanging around. Maybe, who the heck knows, maybe while I'm away, something might might, uh, crop up or maybe it'll show a little interest. But either way. Guys, it was a great show. I'll see you guys all in a few weeks. Chat, you're amazing. And all these new people that I'm seeing, it is absolutely awesome. Since we moved to this Wednesday night, I got to say, I've met more people in the last, in the last what, what has it been now, a month or so?
0: Yeah, about uh, a month,
4: yeah. Yeah, about a month we've moved to Wednesday. I've seen so many new faces in the community, and it's great to always meet new people and uh, always having a great time. So, guys, everybody have a great night. We'll see you all in two weeks.
0: Indeed. And thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Dutch, let's get you one out here. It's super late where you are as well. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone about your incredible YouTube channel. Tell them about, you know, what, what you got going on. You're already working on the Indie Showcase for 2023, which is madness. But we love you for it, brother. Tell them about where they can reach out to you on social media if they want to strike up a conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah. Awesome show as always. Really great points across the board and an awesome chat as ever. Um, of course, like you say, when we moved to this Wednesday, it worked out perfectly for me anyway, because it comes off the back of my podcast usually. Uh, <laughs> so it's an all in one day, it's a double header. So it's all good. Um, but it's been absolutely awesome again tonight. Um, yes, already working on Indie Showcase 2023 next year, uh, uh, following community feedback. And this is what we've got to take into account. Um, we're actually splitting the community showcase into two parts you've got a summer and a winter showcase um so of course you will have one part of the indie showcase and they're going to be kind of about two hours each way so one in the summer one in the winter Um going to have a brand new announcements giveaways developer interviews developers involved new game announcements etc across the board Awesome community members involved, people from Xbox involved. Hopefully, I would try, hopefully, get someone from PlayStation involved, but that's easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, you never know. Um, Yeah, you never know. But yeah, lot lots of work already involved in that. It takes some time because, of course, a lot of the time is spent speaking to developers and and trying to get timelines kind of in between each other and uh, new trailers and gameplay and seeing seeing what can hit and what can't hit in time for the shows and fitting them in. But Yeah, other than that, you can find all of that plus my usual podcast uh, at Wondering Dutch at YouTube um, every Wednesday and Sunday. Usually this week we're having a week off. Next week we'll be back, though, uh, with some fancy new graphics and overlays. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, Just, yeah, having a a mid-term refresh on the show, get everything spick and span again for the next half of the year. Um, But other than that, awesome show again, gents, and uh, thank you as always
0: yeah well thank you brother definitely appreciate that uh crispy bomb tell everyone where they can find you on the next podcast what other stuff you got going on and more importantly where can people reach out to you and strike up
3: a conversation on social media gentlemen always a pleasure the chat was awesome saw like you guys said a lot of new faces and we we enjoy the conversation you will get banned if you're an a hole, so just just to warn you, <laughs> um, you know, some people get in their feels, and and you you'll get kicked out for the night. I There's mean, no reason the to be goes.
0: mean, uh, people. Yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no,
3: no reason. If you want to talk about plastic box? Go ahead, but you start getting personal now. We, we don't like that. Um, at Chrisy Bomb on Twitter, Chrisy Bomb twenty eight Xbox Live. You can find me tomorrow night. 8 p.m. The next podcast we got Tuesday, Retro Renegades, and of course, back here on Primetime Gaming, 7 p.m. Wednesday. And boom, happy anniversary! Thank and you, brother. I hope Miss Boomsticks feels better. Yeah,
0: yeah, she had a migraine the whole day, just knocked her on her rear. The if whole... you want to feel
3: old, I was 12 years old when you guys got together holy matrimony wow. we are all <laughs> thank you for that thank you for that i appreciate oh, come it on, i had to give you a little laugh come on.
0: i love it that's great uh listen i mean you know what it is what it is that is my better half man that is the but that is my life uh and uh she being a part of this dream to do youtube is even makes it even more special which is why she's always at the center of the conversation but thank you for the well wishes brother oh uh newf Nukem's in the chat Noof, what's going on brother we got to get you on here maybe maybe we we'll get you here next week and uh we'll, we'll, we'll talk in dm's brother but thank you for the an- happy anniversary que Asante. you have been doing incredible work on your saturday program 10 a.m eastern standard time uh tell everyone about that podcast because people need to subscribe let's get you past the 1000 subs because he does a lot of good work him and uh unfortunately everyone who couldn't make it tonight because of you know he got hung up in meetings uh we'll get him yeah, back here potentially happens. next week yeah. uh so yeah. your brand brother
1: yeah thank you thank you no it's been a great show as 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 it tends to be when we, when 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 the brothers get in the room and start talking it, it's always fun so i appreciate everybody to be here uh yeah the gaming circle podcast last week was a great show uh, uh sure it ended up being myself and mr infinite mr umbra, umbra. If you, if you, Yes. If you haven't heard from him, if you haven't heard his him speak, he has a great voice, great takes. We had a wonderful show. We were like, eh, we'll podcast for an hour. Four hours later, we had mm. to hit stop. It, you know, it's what we do, you know? So we had an awesome conversation. If you haven't checked it out, uh, it just posted online, uh, both uh, video on demand and audio, audio versions as well. And that will actually lead me to TK0 Asante, my Twitter handle, uh, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, all places. I'm doing a bit of digital spring cleaning as of late and, and why this matters to you is I have so many digital codes that I could not play them all in in an entire lifetime. I've been handing out codes in DMS to, 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 to friends. Hey, have you played this game? You know, I, I I just handed out a code to infinite Umbra in the chat in the DM while the show was live. I have a (laughs) bunch of codes. So follow me tko assigned. To. now unfortunately so that you know this will be mainly geared towards my pc and my steam deck uses because i have a lot of pc codes but they're older games so it'll be very easily played on your on your console or even on your on your uh on your older pc so follow me tonight before i go to bed i'm giving away fable anniversary and i'm giving away rise son of rome oh you'll no, see them both on, on, right? on my we Italian. had rise
0: running it still looks my god still holds
1: up and on pc you can unlock the frame rate and go crazy a whole bunch of wonderful things so needless to say look look me up we'll give you some codes we're going to start doing more giveaways as the time goes on and we'll we'll do more xbox and console centric stuff as as time progresses but it's time for some digital spring cleaning so you'll see that from me but you know you'll you'll see my i'm sure you'll see Mister everborn saga uh, come back on, on the scene very soon. We're still planning a show this Saturday. It's just going to be me and him. Uh, he hasn't had his, his chance to take his victory lap because all all signs point to his to his ridiculous conspiracy theory Are you true. saying that you're going to so, be
0: wearing a tinfoil hat this Saturday?
1: Oh, I, I'm just going to start the show and I'm going to grab a bag of popcorn. I'm just going to let him go loose and just, just record it. So it's going to be interesting this, this weekend. <laughs> so join us for an extra slanderous episode because he missed the last one. But if not, we will see you guys next week. It's always fun being on here with you guys. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And again, folks, thank you so much for moving. I I said this when we first did, it is so difficult to move an audience that's normally used to watching a show on a Monday to Wednesday. And it seems like everyone plus new people have come over. Everyone on the panel really is unbelievable, uh, thankful that you, you took the time to change your schedule right along with ours and to be here and to make this, I mean, over 400 of anything, especially in podcasting, is something to tip your hat to. And of course, we all tip our hat to you folks for making this a successful transition. Of course, the Super Chats that came in are just incredible. The generosity just constantly blows Mrs. Boomstick and I away. And in turn, we are, and this is, again, this is all her idea. She wanted to continue the trend with the Christmas in July. So we have uh, taken these Super Chats like we normally do, and we kind of tucked them away, and we are giving away $400 worth of digital codes, whether that be for PSN and Nintendo eShop or Xbox. Uh, you just, If you win uh, and the picker or picture name and all you have to do is be in the chat to do it, we will send you the code via email. If you're in another country, let me tell you something, you're still going to get it. There's so many cash apps. We will just send you the cash to make sure that you don't get shortchanged out of winning uh, and supporting this channel because obviously not everybody supports this channel that lives in America. So if you win and you are on outside in another country, I will get you that exact amount code sent to you in your in your form of of currency so you don't get shortchanged. With that said... Uh, I want to thank you again for being here. Please consider hitting the like button. And don't I'll miss close that out.
1: last super chat. Uh oh, miss that very see. important last super chat. Let me and, say. And, and very well brought up by our our moderator, Oh yeah, yeah. Mr. You Mr. know lethal what?
0: That, that's a that's a great point. I'm sorry I didn't remember it. I had so much on my mind. Boss mod, lethal papa, best be, the the best in the business. Uh, dropped a two dollars super chat. And he says pray for Looper. And if you don't know who Assassin Looper is, she is one of the community's absolute finest uh a she is person. really battling for her life right now and uh if you've ever heard her on mag's podcast you've you've heard a her, her guest on other shows she's as as nice as they come and it's really sad to see that she's fighting for her life she went in for a procedure it didn't go well and this is where we are uh so if you if you do follow her on twitter please send uh, You know, prayers and love as much as you can. And let's hope that uh, she does make an incredible and uh, huge comeback from uh, what she's currently dealing with. Thank you, boss, my lethal papa for that as well. Uh, but of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that is important to me. And I hope one day it'll be important to you because this world needs it more now than ever. And that is this. Treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice my pop used to he instilled that into me and it made me not only a better police officer it made me a better human being and i'm better for it thank you so much again and we will see you on the next episode of primetime gaming with mr boomstick and friends